From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show, the drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city, the good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny, straight-up ridiculous, told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own, and we make no apologies. Hello, heathens, and welcome to another episode of the District of Misfits show, the drinking show with a podcast problem, podcast for the rest of us, coming to you live by the District Dogface Studios. I am your boy, Boo, here with my cohorts, Marcus and Val and Jamie, Hola. Uh, and the, uh, on the, what's today's date? At 19. Uh, the 19th of December in the COVID year of our Lord, COVID. <laughs> COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID, COVID, All the COVID. All the COVID, COVID, COVID year. Um, yeah, welcome to part four of the outbreak. Um, happy to have you all here. Uh, I tested positive on Friday. Life is Yay. wonderful. Um, you know, I feel okay for the most part. Uh, I have definitely taken my fair share of home remedies along with some uh, <laughs> over-the-counter no ivermectin and no 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 stick anything up I'm your not, butt not sticking anything up my butt although you know what I'm i still have that fucking suppository <laughs> from when we had uh those weed people on what's the uh the, oh the, shit <laughs> the, oh man she oh. was really nice Val's really nice. Oh my my um, friend Eddie, uh, the elevation tour. They gave me a weed suppository. <laughs> not elevation tour, Val. No, not Val's friend. The people that have the the the, the, the wellness center in Tacoma Park. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Tacoma Park. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they gave me a, po- a suppository, which I'm like, maybe uh, now would be the perfect time to use it. <laughs> maybe not like right now, right now, but. You know, it's not the fact that it's a suppository, it's the fact that you know what you have to do with it, the suppository. So like, dude's like in his bathroom in front of his mirror doing this. <laughs> I don't think I need a mirror. Like, I know where it is. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say. I don't need, you know, like, I have to access it daily and I usually don't use a mirror. So I think I'll be nice. okay. I like how we're talking about buttholes. If push came to shove. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I applaud you for this cycling already. Got to be a great show tonight, y'all. That's what I applaud him for that. If push came to shove. (laughs) Dude, I mean, all pre-show, I'm like, all pre-show, I kept thinking I'm missing something. So I feel like I'm missing something. So I know how, how you feel right now. So you're, you're you don't have your soul. I don't have my material. Marcus, you've been missing something for quite some time. Yeah, <laughs> like height. <laughs> yeah, height. Don't drink Mountain Dew, kids. Do not drink Mountain Dew. You will not gain you're height. You're drinking Mountain Dew, you fucking yes. drug addict. Dude, I, I drank Mountain. Hold on, I drank Mountain Dew. You're an only child. Uh, I don't know. Well, well, Deflecting. I ate a lot of. Uh, Ate a lot of uh, steroid injected uh, chicken. <laughs> so me and my cousin have this run along joke about Philly. Every time something happens, we're like, "Yo, we're probably supposed to be like five inches taller." I went home a couple years ago. I was watching the news, and they were talking about the Schuylkill River. And the guy on the news was like, "Yeah, 
the water's almost drinkable. And I was like, hold, hold, hold. <laughs> the water you used to spend every summer fucking swimming around in. And this hose that, that I've been drinking out of. This hose I've been drinking out of since 82 has just been undrinkable. Like, yeah. Right. So there it is right there. This is the reason so, why I got a long torso and short legs. So while Jamie is uh, lamenting his life choices, uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome all of you first-time viewers uh, and for all of you long-time or regular <laughs> viewers, uh, yes, Megan, tell, your, tell your friends, lovers, and frenemies alike to like and share on all the platforms on Facebook and Instagram with the District of Misfits show. On Twitter, we're at DC Misfits. YouTube, we got a channel. Go there. Smash the shit out of that subscribe button. You can catch this episode and previous episodes of other so you, of YouTube this show has, and other things. What? YouTube has YouTube has officially allowed us to change our YouTube channel name. Like so, when you put it in, yeah. it's YouTube slash C slash the District of Misfits show. Now, no, just put it on the put it on the scroller, bro. Put yeah, just put it on the screen, bro. <laughs> no you just gotta spell our fucking name, guys. <laughs> no, I mean everybody. Did before you, you are giving our fan before. credit. No, when you have a YouTube channel, you have a bunch of numbers and shit afterwards. Oh, uh, people yeah. just have to like. Yeah. Um. So can I let me finish this uh, thing before we all, and then I got a thing. I got to say something about Megan's uh, post in the comments. Uh. Anyways, yeah. So go to YouTube if you want to watch episodes. If you want to watch this or catch up on previous episodes, you can also uh, view other content produced by District Dogface Studios. Um, you can go to Twitch, watch us there, and we are District of Misfits. And you can go to crushingdc.com and purchase some of our wares, and you'll be supporting us. You can get a sweet hat like the one Marcus is wearing or a nice DCAF. Uh, yes, there you go. Like I'm rocking. Um, yeah, and we got a bunch of new items on there, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, good for Jamie, I just put some stuff up that you will enjoy giving gifts today, uh, any time of year. And uh, if you're interested in being a guest on this show or creating a podcast of your own, reach out to us at District Dogface Studios. Studio, excuse me, there's no S on the end of that. No. District Dogface Studio at gmail.com. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. Um, and so, oh, wait, you guys see the polar night? Who? The guy pulling it, fucking with the beer game, baby. Look yeah. at that. Hey, hey. As a man who I has been envious of Jamie's beard since day one, I, I appreciate that energy. Like, you know, nice. I, I'm, I'm aspiring to get to that level of, of, of beardliness. I realize now I just got to lean into it. Yeah, dude, <laughs> lean in, brush it. It puts something to shove, bro. So, but, um,. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Megan, in the comments, she noted that um, CVS is out of stock of the tests, um, but you can get, like, DC. You can get free tests from the libraries of DC or whatever. The only problem with those tests is that you have to submit those tests back in, and it's three to five days. And mm -hmm. we're at the point right now where, I don't know about you, but I don't have three to five days to wait on results. And some people, like, somebody posted on instagram in the comments that like they had gotten their results in like as little as 24 hours and that's great too but when you're in the process of trying to decide whether or not you should go and be around people or do a thing like go to work or go see your loved ones you know uh, yeah the three to three to five days is not it's not really workable so um 
man you know what everybody here in the like stock game like anyone who bought fucking stock in take home tests congratulations because you're about they're to part be, of overall umbrella you're about to i'm be bit pissed off i missed out. that on madera i could have got it at 80 dollars, and it's like 400 yeah sorry thank you we weren't gonna say anything marcus we're gonna let that go <laughs> thank, you. thank you jamie you're welcome everybody Appreciate gets one <laughs> yeah i mean you know i'm you know was i was excited on the one hand about you know having a few days to myself to like you know just <laughs> catch up on some tv and you know rot my brain and shit but then i realized like i'm not gonna get to see my kids for christmas and, oh shit that sucks i didn't think know, about that i'm not gonna be able to like hang out with anybody do any of the things like you know that's just if i go that's just on a 10-day quarantine right you know um if i did a whole 14 day quarantine right. i'd be like i mean that's 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 two whole weeks people i mean yeah. one of the things that i was explaining to you this week was the way viruses work every once in a while so like what the flu or what COVID has to do is it actually has to venture itself down a little bit just to make sure that it stays alive because if you kill everybody you die your damn self so apparently with some viruses there's a point where there's like a shelf like a like a plateau Mark was like, all right, cool. I can still get people sick and keep surviving without killing all of my hosts. So you take um, the Marion, for example. <laughs> you take the Marion, for example, right? It's uh, less deadly, a lot more contagious. You know, so this could be possibly a step before the step before our new normal of just, you know, this being our new flu. And that being that. So there's like a little bit of light of possibility in the company. I blacked out when you started talking. So what? Wow, <laughs> that I'm was fucking. Not gonna re-explain that. You gotta stop doing drugs like this. Not doing drugs right now. Not right now. I'm gonna drink my cheap drink. <sighs> All right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've I've heard the same thing as you, Jamie. That like the Omicron isn't as necessarily deadly, but like it's more highly transmissible. Mm-hmm. Like. What, what they're saying, what they're tracking right now. It's same with the Delta virus, like the de- Delta variant was like more trans, hi- more highly transmissible, um, like maybe not as like fatal, but then like also like you have to take in consideration that like more people are vaccinated. So then, mm-hmm. you know, that could be, that could factor into why um, there aren't as many fatalities. You know, like I was saying to Boo earlier, like, you know, we've all been vaccinated, you know, people that I know who've been vaccinated and then have contracted the virus have, you know, knock on wood, have had pretty mild mm. symptoms, relatively speaking. And like, you know, if you're not willing to get vaccinated and then you end up with very more severe symptoms and that's on you now, you know. <laughs> I say let them die. Let them all die. You know? I've been saying it for a while. Like, say what you want about Tucker Carlson. I feel bad. But you know what's fucked up is that he's vaccinated. <laughs> I know. that's, that's he's, he's vaccinated. All he's vaccinated. vaccinated. All those Fox people. All, all those, the senators. They're all they're fucking. All, they're all vaccinated. Which such really a joke. Kinda, were like, no, we can't mandate. You're like, fuck. Which you. is didn't like Trump, really didn't Trump tell these assholes? Didn't Trump tell these assholes that like one of the conservative conventions to get vaccinated and they booed him? Probably, because that's what they you do. Shit like that. 
Mm. I mean, hey, you know how it goes. Well, so I don't. I heard that like there was something. I think I heard it last week. There was a woman who, her family, she's elderly, but her family petitioned for the hospital she was in to administer the ivermectin to her, and uh, and she ended up winning. But like the problem is okay, and they and you know the son was like it's you know they don't a hundred percent know whether or not it's going to be effective, but it's like a hail mary, like nothing else is working for her. They wanted you know, but like they're like everyday run of the mill people who had to get a petition from the judge to get this you know this medication that they wanted to be able to you know administer to the mom, but like you know all these rich fucks. Who are like, oh, I'll just like get everything and it doesn't matter. And like, I don't, they didn't need fucking Joe Rogan didn't need a fucking petition from the judge to be able to get ivermectin. You know, I mean, I, I don't necessarily believe that it would work, but I just think it's like shit that like it's the rich people who are able to, who are able to access all these wacky ass, you know, um, treatments or even like the ones that are, are experimental that other people like, it's just shit that, that, that Trump was getting you know when he contracted um COVID I just think it's kind of shitting hmm? yeah guys I think we should probably get safe words out of the way too before we forget <laughs> oh, yes. man. this is going to be a custom show um <laughs> conspiracy Got one. Boom. Mike, my, my my safe word, which is probably gonna get us this episode flagged, is, is Iver, ivermectin. <laughs> I feel like we've already said it a few too many times, and somehow right. it will end up making it into like ooh, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, whatever the fuck, whatever this right. platform is that we're on, someone's going to come down on us, so whatever. I Fuck feel it. like they're going to chop us up and find a way to get us on Fox News, which would be like my dream. <laughs> Say that we're saying great things about ivermectin. Like, just, just completely <laughs> chop up we everywhere. Saying? What did we get flagged for that we that we were talking about? Like, that we, well, he, he got, they fun. said that we were spreading fake news? I don't know. We oh, were making oh, fun yeah. of no, We were, we were making, making fun, fun of, of somebody. We were, no, we were making fun of the QAnon people. And we were talking about yeah. some of the documentaries. <laughs> and yeah, like the algorithm just got it all twisted. And I lost that. Now. That's like the one. Of the, that's like one of the few things I actually lost. Damn. Well, hey, hey, YouTube, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's joking. We're sellouts. Give me all your money. I will do whatever you want. Uh, yes. Yeah. That, 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 uh, that. That's that too. And then yeah. And then go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> Go get your fucking fuck shine box. You too. Fuck me. Come on, bring it in. Bring it in. All right. Um, my Anyways. safe word is Santa. Mm. I don't know. It's a proper name. Oh, shit. That's right. Proper name. Damn it. That ruins mine, too. Were you going to be Mrs.? No. Ep Epstein. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Ever back to? I figured I'd push button a little bit more. Um, then, shit. Now I don't know. I'm gonna go with taco. I'm gonna say creamer. All right, there you go. <laughs> We're gonna end up on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Wait up! 
Evermectin conspiracy taco creamer. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the new ranch lube. <laughs> the new red lube. There we go. Stay Come on in for your Ivermectin today. taco. Yeah, <laughs> and top it off with thighs, some conspiracy baby. creamer. Conspiracy creamer. Man, that's nasty. <laughs> so speaking of Pornhub, I'm a disappointment in my family, so I'm going to show this. And I have a feeling Jamie knows this lady. You're the family disappointment. Anybody, anybody know who she is? Oh, I know, I mean, I, I know who she is, but it's it's That's just they cut Beauty off. Beauty. It cut off the first like two yeah, seconds of it, so Wait, it was just so kinda, I missed it. Who is that? It was a little Beauty janky, Beauty. but it was a little janky. But I've been Beauty. witnessing it for a while. But I've been she waiting for Jamie. Like yeah, she only did like twelve videos. Val's got to put on her glasses so she can actually. I just see put my glasses on. I told him it was. Little <laughs> little <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe put on glasses to look at the porn lady. Here we go. I'm gonna It's great that she can laugh about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and there was a fake picture of her a few years ago wearing a DCS fuck shirt. Yes, I, I do remember that. Real. Very disappointed that's that. not real. Magic somebody took the time out of the day. Make some magic. All right. Um so uh yeah, our guest coming on a little bit, returning for I've lost count of how many times he's been on. Mr. Marcus Dowling with uh, updates on his uh, goings-ons in the the world of country music, et cetera, et cetera. And fashion. Don't forget. Definitely fashion. Definitely fashion. Yeah, I would say uh, this is definitely fashion. Hello. Yeah. Um, So uh, how's everybody's uh, weeks been aside from – I mean, my shit's COVID. pretty obvious. I worked and then I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be a productive human being and then I hear I am trying not to die. That's about I, my week. That's, it. That's all I got for you. I like that. That's kind of part of the life now. Like, uh, try not to die. to die. Try not to die on an everyday basis because of this uh, COVID thing. And then, yeah, the other thing. That, that other, other thing. thing. Christmas, um, you mean? This weather has been weird. Like, Oh, we're all going to die. Like <laughs> 70 degrees in fucking December. Well so the best is that, you know, like the first week of December, I was like, I usually, I usually post when I'm working, especially if I'm working outside. And so, you know, I'd be like, Oh, Hey guys, weird Saturday afternoon. And it's 65 degrees. Come enjoy, enjoy the weather while you can be like warm weather, December. And then, like, the second week came around, and it was still, like, warm. Like, you know, the second week was, like, 70 degrees. And I was like, hey, guys, you know, come down to the waterfront. And you go to the weather while you can. The unseasonably warm, December warm weather. And then this week, I was like, okay, so now I'm sounding like a broken record. But, like, <laughs> it's warm again. Come on down. <laughs> there's, uh, there's certain seasons that black people have names for or whatever we don't discuss. Amongst the whiteies and shit like that, but this is definitely where the fuck is this child's jacket season? <laughs> like, I've definitely spent the last two weeks being like, where the fuck is this kid's jacket at? <laughs> and it's always on Georgia to see like little white family, little white boys are running by. Like, where the fuck is this kid's jacket at? Like, well, because you know, dad's walking around in fucking flip flops and shorts. <laughs> <like it's fun laughs> you know, he's wearing flip flops nine months out of the year. 
I we get the uniform. It's like it's like brown flip flops, like khaki pants, and like a hockey jersey. A hockey jersey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. Jersey, khaki shorts, flip flops is definitely right. a, like, how, a how, how confused a is your fucking body right now? Vibe. Uh, they train them early, man. They train them. And it doesn't help that it's so. December and it's like 65 degrees. Right. We're fucking with y'all jacking it. I'm saying that's everything <laughs> white people paying attention right now. Black people are looking at you funny. Every December. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate it. I, I see people that like flip flops. I'm like, what the fuck? You're embarrassing my people. Stop. I'm always concerned that I got to run in public. So flip flops to me just don't. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's DC, like shit happens. I work on Georgia Avenue. I feel like I can't walk up in some rainbow brown flip flops. Well, <laughs> that's true. I mean, yeah. when I lived in when I lived in New Orleans, I didn't wear flip flops because I was fucking grossed out by the street. Yeah, well, flip flops you know, are part of my culture. Like, no, because a part of your culture. Chanelas, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we wear all the all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you you make them in so the city, well in the city. Yikes. In certain <laughs> environments, we have to take that and put it aside for safety and practical purposes. Jamie, it's funny when only you and I hear things. I know, right? <laughs> oh, I'm probably not going to catch a lot of shit. I'm like, I've got one foot out the door. Like, and I know we're only 20 minutes into the show. Like, I, um, I have to be hunting. I think you should <laughs> this, chug a bottle of NyQuil and see how long you last. Someone I'm bring me a bottle of NyQuil to chug for everyone's <laughs> entertainment. Do you a big dude, but I don't I'll think leave that's my, right. I'll leave my address in the comments. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure nothing weird will come from that. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I live in Hyattsville. What's the worst that could happen? Nazi. <laughs> Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, guys. Six foot five black man found dead among twenty-seven white people. <laughs> Twenty-eight bottles of Nyquil in this bitch. <laughs> someone, someone stopped by Costco and loaded up. <laughs> loaded up. They, loaded up. they get the half gallon of Nyquil. They get the half gallon handle of Nyquil. It's the big mouth. Talk about where spirit gets out the shower, walks out the door, it's a bunch of guys dressed like they work at fucking Best Buy holding NyQuil bottles <laughs> and fucking shield. <laughs> Shields. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, here's some more. Here's a home remedy for you. Yep. Everything, every, every, every suggestion that has been given to me through my Instagram and Facebook comments. I'm taking, I want you all to know that I'm taking all of your advice, but I'm doing it all anally. So <laughs> I'll let you know how it all turns out. <laughs> with the, with the, I wanted um, to get into the bloodstream as quickly as possible. I don't have time I mean, to, to, to digest. It works. You just so like just roll gonna, it all into one like suppository. I'm just going to lube it up. I'm just going to lube it up and shove it right up my ass. Just a whole paper towel. Turn, turn, turn. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a funnel. Nah, man, turkey, turkey, baster. turkey baster, turkey baster, brother. There you go. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> got a perfectly good one sitting in the in the drawer. 
Oh man. <laughs> I'll get my magic bullet out. We'll just blend oh, it all up to a nice fine paste. <laughs> We've discovered a new drug. There you go. <laughs> Fuck. No, dude, Theraflu's been my shit. Theraflu, I've been taking vitamin D. Been, I bought a bunch of fruit. Like I got fucking I love pineapple. I've been eating canned pineapple. I like to I like to throw it in the fridge and let the cans get nice and cold. So I've been eating that and got a I bunch hate of sick supplements. People and, all give the same advice, like you ain't never been told this shit before. Well, are you drinking a lot of fluids? People, oh yeah, I mean, dude, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty as fuck, anyways. Like it's just my natural state, so I'm always drinking water. And so I did go. I just, I just crushed a whole bottle of Pedialyte. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm about the hydration life. I hate it. Nothing is scarier than when you pee and it looks like soy sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta. I mean, that's, that's not a. That's, you gotta stay hydrated. Issue, you gotta that's stay not hydrated. A normal thing. I don't no, it's not. And that's why. And that's why I drink plenty of water so that that doesn't. No, that sounds anything. like Optimus Prime piss. Like no. <laughs> no. Okay, there's been a couple times where it's been like apple cider vinegar, and you're just like, okay, wow. I need to like chill out on some of this and get up on some of this. You know, it happens. <laughs> It's nothing like using the bathroom, looking down and be like, oh, that's new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's normal. That's a new kind. I've never different. seen that. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I've had people recommend turmeric, which is one of my absolute least favorite things on the planet. I don't care how oh, healthy yeah. it is for you. I despise it. Despise Does it make the orange? It makes you, yeah. It turns everything that weird ass fucking color. Wait, what? Is- <laughs> Turmeric. Turmeric. Oh, yeah. I don't like the taste. I don't like the taste. Change your clothes. It's fucking, yeah. It's just, uh, it was given to me as a home remedy uh, at a period of my life. And I don't look back on those days. Uh, Were they wearing a daikiki? (laughs) (laughs) Would have made more sense. I I can't, I can't trust anyone who wears daikiki himself. And like, (laughs) Like central, unless it's essential oils. Like that just don't make essential oil. Why do you have one that smells like her? Like just that. Or they want to sell you some like edible red dirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just did it the fucking bargain, man. And he was like, yeah, what you put in your beard? I was like, you maestro. He was like, kids. No, 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 like, no. Man. We're probably gonna get flagged. We're, we're probably gonna get flagged for misinformation. But I hear <laughs> dehydrated, dehydrated uh, ground up red panda turds. Is, uh, <laughs> they gotta be really dry. They can't be moist at all. They gotta be completely dry. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh them. yeah, PCP and crocodile. <laughs> Thank you for spelling crocodile right, Steve. That's very important. <laughs> we don't want people getting the wrong idea and Googling the wrong uh, shit. I hate to say, that sounds like a fucking party. <laughs> Dude, yeah, if you ever want to watch the flesh literally rot off a person's bones, <laughs> get the job done. That, that will, and PCP on top of it, you're going to be yeah. butt naked and screaming. Mm, right. Who's hungry? Have <laughs> <laughs> some wings. Just Marcus in the street swinging his dick, pointing at traffic. <laughs> no, wait, all right. Ah! So, <laughs> what just happened? 
I blinked for like five seconds. Marcus is doing this. Oh, shit. I was having a good time doing drugs. That's how we get some talk about started. Crocodile? Crocodile and bath salts. Speaking about a bag of dicks. Anytime Nancy Reagan has a bad look, I've been laughing about Nancy Reagan. So, wait, I got a question. I got a question. How did this whole. I just went on, like. I, I just went on this chat that I'm a part of one day, and everybody was just like, Killer. Nancy so, Reagan's throat. You know, it's the whole Hashtag the Nancy game. Reagan throat game or something. What happened like, was Ben Ben Shapiro's sister put a tweet up, and it was like, Nancy Reagan, I guess, however, 62, she said her age, uh, with her family dressed all nice, and they put a picture of Madonna at 62 and was like trying to like to slut shame Madonna and all this other shit. And then everybody who kind of knows that Nancy Reagan sucked her way up the uh, MGM chain started like, like unleashing on her, and then all of a sudden it just became all these dick jokes, and it just kept so going. So all of this is because of fucking Madonna, basically. No, you know what the fuck no, happened? piece of shit sister trying to be all conservative yeah. shit, and Bar- Bar- <sighs> not knowing her history. Here's my thing though. You just like you're you're Nancy. I'm, I posted this on Facebook, but like you're Nancy Reagan's grandchild, and you got all the conservative kisses goodnight, and come to find out your mom is your grandmother's like throat of his pond. All right. Well, I don't want to slut shame Nancy Reagan, but I'm in the same breath, I will I'm also say that. fuck Ronald Reagan. Right. And it makes a lot of the pictures. It makes a lot of the pictures from the past make a lot more sense. Like there's oh, yes, a yes, there's a picture of uh, Sinatra and Nancy dancing, and Reagan's trying to cut in. Right, Frankie's. They're both just like, nah, dog. <laughs> like, yo, bro, it's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Right. Oh, look at that. We've been trolled. Have we been trolled? We got a fucking idiot on fucking YouTube. I gotta go walk. Come on. Did we even say anything about face masks? Did we even nah. say anything about face masks? Did anybody say I don't think I don't think anyone even said anything that rhymed with face masks? So Gloria, whoever you are, please kindly shut the fuck up. Face. Can we start a a nice little side project of the trolls that we get? And this time we can find a bad shit. Seriously, no one even no one even said anything about anything, you know. Like, Isn't Dr. Ron Brown born? Yeah, Gloria Miller, lick, <laughs> lick a bag of balls. And who's Ron Brown? Lick a bag of balls, like Nancy Reagan. I mean, look, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, the picture man. of her sitting on Mr. T's lap. Young, kind. She's like, and that's old. That's old ish. Like, <laughs> Mr. T was like, I'll pay the full way in this bitch. I mean, you know, I take I take the trolling as a sign of success. Like, you know, especially when we literally, you know, we're just talking. Know. Another, we're just talking casually. Right like, nobody said anything about, like, if you don't wear a mask, you're a monster. Yeah. Like, no one said can any we, of that shit. And, like, can we take some time out of our day to make fun of Gloria real fast? Gloria? <laughs> Gloria? Does Gloria ever get, out here. does she ever get Gloria. paper cuts on her tongue from licking that Bible? Gloria looks, like, <laughs> looks like she's allergic to shea butter. Like, <laughs> well, hey, baby, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Look, I, just, 
I know you're going to say something you think is going to actually piss us off, and it'll probably be true. Um, but I'm just saying, go fuck yourself. We don't care about you. But keep coming. Yeah, dude, this, is, like, keep going. this is the one show where we're like, we really Man, absolutely Look at that. don't give. This is great. Fuck. Yo, hey, Tyrone. Oh, didn't, Tyrone didn't they write a, didn't they write a yeah. song about you? Yeah, Tyrone. Yeah. <laughs> Take this one. Gloria, hey, Gloria, why don't you call Tyrone? <laughs> Right. <laughs> have him come get you and your shit. Get the fuck out of here. Then y'all get carbon... circle jerk together. Yeah, right. Carbon dioxide sixfold of dying. Fucking prick. Get the fuck off my show. Fucking wrong. <laughs> They're pre-op I... circle jerkers. So, oh. the an- so the answer pre-op, to the question. Wait, I don't know. Pre-op what? Are we like pre- I don't know. Prepping to get jerked off? I don't understand. Like, I don't... Going to get surgery? Are we fluffing each other? Are we fluffing? I don't... I don't know. I feel like this isn't how you fluff a dick, but like wow. I just don't know what to do with my hands. I'm not sure. Jamie, is this how you do it? Jamie, is that how you fluff it? That's the circle. That's how you get noise. Out of all the crazy, freaky shit I've ever done in my life, I've never done a circle jerk. So I can't. Who has that kind of hand-eye coordination? That's just so. That's why I can't play the drums. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. <laughs> things, so, do you think drummers on. do circle drums? I mean, you know, like, no, but I mean, if you were going to invite anyone to a circle drum, you should be a drummer. Are you yeah, I, like, I feel like whoever's getting the right hand is on top, but like the left. But is that like, how it works? Like, one person's going to get the, whoever, one person on one side right. is going to get the better deal. Unless you're ambidextrous. Like I said, invite a drummer. So tell me, tell us, tell us the circle jerk because I'm I'm oh. really excited to figure out this out. Oh, whatever. I, I know why we're getting trolls. We got why are we getting trolls? We have COVID in our title this week. Oh, COVID Cabana. Uh, oh, let's keep this party going. Come on, COVID Cabana. <laughs> oh well, oh, I got man. COVID. What can I do? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you want me to do, people? I got. Yeah, <laughs> Gloria's just mad because we all know she moans when they set the strap. <laughs> Gloria probably That's hasn't moaned thing. proper in a in quite some time, which is probably oh, why she's so, oh. so tightly Stifles wrapped. it, holds it in. So stifled. Right. It's okay to flick the bean, Gloria. God's not watching. <laughs> He's not real. Your, your ancestors are watching the entire time. So when you get up there, they're going to find out. It's going to be a weird conversation. Like, hey, Gloria. <laughs> My, <laughs> man, my families will be pissed off when I get up there. Oh, you know what? Uh, somebody said that one time. I was like, I'm going to get to heaven. My, my uncle's like, yo, Jamie. Oh. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I mean, if you were All a ghost, right. if you were a ghost, would you really want to walk into the room and stay and watch? Wouldn't you just like, uh, I, mean, I don't know. I don't get it. Honestly, honestly, if I was a ghost and I wasn't a poltergeist, I would consider the whole thing a ripoff. Cause if I can't fucking move shit around the room and really right. fuck with you and freak you out, then what's the fucking point? I'm trying to have you come home from school and all of your shits on the fucking ceiling. Fucking afterlife count, yo. Like, you can't be opposed to guys who are ghosts because there's too many alive white people. That's the way I see it. Like, yes, that whole, yeah, that whole philosophy. Too many alive white people for that to exist. Right, I agree. Mm. Dude, I'm going to start putting COVID in the fucking hashtag every week. Just <laughs> spice things up. What other th- what other type of things you think will Ivermectin? attract the crazies? Oh, Ivermectin. 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 Wow. 
I don't want to die with that in my phone. Wait, wait, wait. Joe, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Ivermectin rate. Ivermectin rate. Yeah, we'll put Joe Rogan in the hashtag. We'll get yeah. all kinds of fucking winners then. That'll be good. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, let's see how. Let's let's build. Yes. Oh, we it. should just make a list oh, of all the wackest geez. people. My hashtag, my pillow guy. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just for one episode, we put all the wrong hashtags in. Yeah. Well, funny thing isn't. We're coming on for the anniversary, so yeah, oh, that works. When we do our DC as fuck show for January sixth, we should yes. totally do all the wrong That's hashtags. All the wrong in hashtags. The comments, everyone in the good. comments, send us suggestions for all the right. wrong hashtags that we can put in for this show. And what was we that guy? The, to be... the shaman? The the yeah, we, oh, we, yeah, the shaman guy. guy. Yeah, the shaman guy. guy. Like we we want to have all the wrong type of attention for this show. Like, did you see the interview getting sentenced? Did you see the interview? He was like, they don't have organic food in prison. I was like, ah. Oh no, there's 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 tons of organic sausage. There's all the free range meat you can handle in prison, bro. What are you talking about? Be somebody across the street still snatching dick out of his ass. Plenty of fruit cocktail too. Free range, baby. Free range. It's gonna get weird. Range. You won't go hungry. You won't go hungry. All right. Um. Or so yeah. Do let's do this call to action real quick, and then we'll bring Marcus on. (laughs) If you are watching, (laughs) you have no idea how much this is. I'm enjoying this way more than I thought I was going to. Let me tell you. Because because guess what, y'all? I got COVID. COVID. <laughs> I got COVID. Is COVID, is COVID spelled with three Ks? Oh, man. COVID. COVID. Anyways. Um, we love the gay. Hey, mate, we love the gay. The wrong, that's not the wrong hashtag, Megan. That's a oh, proper man. hashtag. That's you can do hashtag. better than that, Megan. No, you know what? We can throw I am the gay in the mix. It'll be like the same. Right. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, she's I. <laughs> I know all these other whack ass hashtags. I am the gay. I think. (laughs) Oh, and I think that we should change. uh, Was it Let's Go Brandon? What if if we switch it to Let's Go Brenda? (laughs) Just cause. Wait, wait. What's that bitch ass dude as a proud boy? Yes, Steve. I tested positive for COVID on Friday. And I am in quarantine. I took a couple of tests. Non stop testing. Uh, yes, so I would. I would not be joking about it if I didn't have it. And uh, yeah, Reagan for president. For the second time, Steve. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm gonna go on Twitter right now. Hey, what up, Peanut? What up, Joy? Get it, girl. Nice to see you. <laughs> Welcome to the party. <laughs> Sorry about your time. Uh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. You um, <laughs> yeah. So we need a list. Yeah. We need a list of all the wrong hashtags. We need, yeah. We need, we need a list of all the wrong hashtags so that we can attract the absolute cream of the crop um, for our. January sixth, or fucks themed. I guess it's a J six. It's a J six themed DC as fuck show. Did we decide we're doing it on a Thursday or that Sunday? 
I thought we were going to do it that Sunday, but I smoke a lot but of weed. The Sunday and haven't really after, been right? Attention. Not the Sunday after. I would do it the Sunday after if we got to do it. I mean, if y'all oh, yeah, we'd have to do it the Sunday after. It wouldn't make sense to do it otherwise. If we did the, the Thursday of, it's, like, it's the Thursday, right? It's Thursday the 6th this year. Like pre-game. We just do like a pre-game Thursday show and just giggling off like an ass is off. No, no, no. See, see, no, no, no. So here's the thing. But if we do it on the following Sunday, which is the 9th, that gives us three days to gather up all the memes. Oh, yeah, sure. let, yeah, let's do that. All that's, the that's TikToks, Monday. all the There's stories, so much material, the like, you know, so be a lot of good shit. Come we gotta, we, we gotta give, we gotta give the top content creators yeah. plenty of time to make the yeah. magic for us to exploit on our own show. Because man, this is gonna be glorious. <laughs> oh. All right, let's get these actions out. Yeah, so uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can find us <laughs> with the District of Misfits show. You can also go to Twitter and find us there. We are at DC Misfits. And then if you're really feeling, a, feeling the, fi- the fabric of our fiber, the fiber of our fabric, you can go to YouTube and subscribe to the District of Misfits show where you can watch this show and other content created by District Dogface Studios. And, and you can go to Twitch. Shout out to all the Twitch people out there. Keeping Woo! it real. Keeping the trolls Trolling. in check. Feel free to kick them all in there. Nethers, whatever they happen to be repping. Uh, yes, District of Misfits, all one word. And you can go to crushingdc.com and purchase some swag from us. It's lovely for this time of year, uh, especially, you know, Kwanzaa gifts, because, you know, you might not get your shit in time for Christmas at this point. Hey, you look, know, I'm to not celebrate gonna lie to you. January sixth, you might want to buy some stuff. Yeah, if you wanted, yeah, if just get yourself get some swag in time for our J six party. So if you have bought shit from us, send us pictures. We need like testimonials yeah. and shit. If you got a DC as fuck coffee mug, send us a photo of you drinking your favorite beverage out of that motherfucker, um, and Can't so on and and so forth. And uh, let's see, what's lastly, if you want to be a guest on this show or if you got a podcast of your own that you'd like to produce and would like for us to make that happen for you, reach out to you, Gloria. At the yeah. <laughs> come on, Gloria. We should send come on, Gloria. 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 Yeah, send Gloria. Maybe you and Tyrone can, uh, right. can team up and we can fucking, <laughs> you guys can work together. Free out, post yeah. out. We'll call me all the Scissor Sisters or some shit. I don't know. Oh, I like them. Um, any old ways. Uh, yeah. So reach out to us at the uh, District Dogface Studio at gmail.com. And without further ado, my main man, it's Brandon Dowling. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? What's up, brother? I'm fantastic. I can't complain. I've been enjoying this. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's all good on my end. I can't complain. I'm really good. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we we hit the ground running. Um, I wasn't I expecting love it. it. I love it. Boo, I'm I'm, oh. I'm sad to hear about your COVID, and I hope that uh that that heals up for you soon enough. Thank you. Um, it, it's funny you were like to hear you say I'm glad to hear about your COVID. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, I am too because I am so now uh, the paranoia of oh fuck, am I gonna get it? Uh, it's over yeah, now. Like, it's, it's, it's over. It. Like my number came up. I'm, I'm so, fucking. I, I'm dealing <laughs> with su- it. Survived. Got, you know. I, so, I, yeah. I feel a little in crappy, relation, but yeah. In relation to COVID, funny little story. We'll start with this little, little stuff about me. But um, I've traveled fifty thousand miles this year. 
Jesus, huh? And I have COVID numbers. That's like, yeah. And I have a, (laughs) and I've been in 15 different cities. I've been in everywhere from Mobile, Alabama to New Orleans to Nashville, which mass regulations in Nashville don't really exist. And, uh, and I haven't caught COVID yet. I've been to Las Vegas. LA. I, I was pretty sure I was going to get it when I was in New Orleans, and I didn't. And I was yeah, like, oh, I, that was pretty fucking dope. Uh, it's crazy. It's like, on some level, like, if, if you feel like, there are a lot of people that feel like, okay, so if you get COVID, then you get the antibodies. So, like, you're ultimately, like, it's, it's just like getting vaccinated. So, on some level, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, maybe if I get it, I'll be okay. And I can continue with this country music traveling that I've been doing this year and, you know, related stuff. So, I haven't, and I am. I I'm, I'm moving to Nashville in three weeks, and I'm like, okay, like, fingers crossed. I'm gonna get like two more boosters and try to like, you know, like. Hold How many back. boosters are you allowed to get? I feel like they don't want you to get superpowers, so you can only get like. You can only get one booster. Yeah, I'm gonna go for two. I honestly, like, I swear, I feel like I need to do that. Like, it's it's we're at a point now with this whole thing where. I feel like we're going to have this for two more years, minimally. So oh, it's yeah. like five. Yeah. Yeah. And this, is, this is here for the long haul. Yeah, I mean, it's like the flu. It's like, you know, like the, the influenza from like the 18th century or whatever. Like, right. I feel like that's where we're, we're back at. But, um, but yeah. I, 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 mean, think that, to... I think that whatever superpowers we got out of this would suck anywhere. Yeah. Like, you can fly, but you can only like fly as fast as you can walk. Such a shitty, shitty superpower. Like, oh, you can like, you, you can be visible, but you gotta hold your breath while you do it. You know what I mean? Like, just stop. Like, but they're flimsy. <laughs> yeah, it's, like the, it's like the greatest American hero is the thing that I feel like. Really. You said uh, you can fly, but you can only fly as but fast as you can control yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, and you can only fly as high as your height. Oh, I'm right. fly, I'm fly. <laughs> oh I'd be barely off the ground then. <laughs> <laughs> Think about all the things you can grab off the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> this bar is just like, oh, well, that's it. <laughs> it's such a rip off, right? No shit. It's, just never, it's not, you know, it's not, it's not cool enough to be something fun or whatever. Yeah, so, like you could be the fastest masturbator on earth. Like, all right, time, I guess. Wait, never- is that a- <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I mean, yeah, I mean uh, Jamie, I ever told you a story? I had a friend. She wore. Uh, Fitbit on her wrist one time and she masturbated and she masturbated for like four miles. No, see, that's <laughs> an urban legend. Like, I, I've heard people try to, like, whatever. I, my head is real. I'm just going to stay real. Yeah, so, that's, not, that's, some, that's some bullshit. You ever watch Mythbusters? Uh, yeah. yeah. When they were on, oh. yeah. Did they do an episode of masturbating? You just watch. You bust that watch does not keep track of you when you masturbate. It's Come a on. myth. It's a myth. Uh, <laughs> it's a myth. Damn it, I was hoping for the real thing. If that it's shit was fucking for real, we wouldn't even be debating it because somebody would have put that shit on Which, glass like yeah. many, many, mm-hmm. many times. No. I haven't did it with the left hand, too. I did the stranger, so. Oh, no, did you sit? 
The, it's yeah. only the stranger if you sit on your hand until it goes numb first. I don't got enough time for that. But I want to master right. I want to master See, that's your problem, Jamie. <laughs> you lack patience. I mean, you I have none patience. either. So I don't think I've ever done that. That's boring. Well, we're gonna yeah. find the. We know what Barton I mean, is doing tonight. <laughs> no, no, no. Mark, watch Stranger. <laughs> Hashtag the Stranger. Oh. Well, that's sad. What's sad? What happened? Nah, uh, which one? Which one? Yeah. Oh, fuck one of those dude. dudes got canceled for being a creep. Which one was it? They both look like fucking creeps. Marcus, you big know, that shit. I am. I do feel like big that shit, Marcus. 50-06. Oh, yeah, I do remember that guy. Yeah, that's yeah. he was my favorite. Which one was the one with the ring? No, the Marcus Asian liked guy. the one with the hat. The Asian oh, guy. the Asian guy. Yeah, he yeah he passed. Yeah, I, I remember that now. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. They had like the little B team. Yeah, I love but, the like, B the team. Main, the two, but the two main dudes of the two main dudes, one of them dudes got canceled. Not to be racist, but when I read Grant O'Hara, I did not think the Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Asian, and I definitely did not think the Asian guy. <laughs> His last yeah, name is that... O'Hara. Yeah. Um, hashtag yeah. white imperialism. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we gonna get it in this week. Gloria. Yeah, man, Gloria is gonna be so mad at us. <laughs> well, they. I mean, apparently, hashtag, I guess they... hashtag let's go, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Karen's not always wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we like, who the fuck is Brenda? Who the fuck is Brenda? Yeah. You never watch nine hundred two one zero? Oh, oh yeah. man. Hashtag Brendan green has Brenda. pretty feet. Who? She's green has feet. pretty feet. Who has pretty feet? <laughs> no, I don't want to know. That was a rhetorical who. Uh, Marcus, you got any uh, hashtags you want to add to this conversation? <laughs> we can talk about number two and oh, hashtag Donald Martin graduates. You know. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Sir, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that makes more sense, Marcus. That makes a lot more sense, Joy. Thank you. Yeah. with people from the DC metropolitan area. Um, I I've been back in town for like two weeks, and I'm leaving in three, and it's like it's weird being back out around in the city and starting to see people and it's like catching up with people again because I haven't been around a lot and I won't be here, you know, for a period of time after like when I get out of here. So it's like it's it's funny because it's like, you know, with COVID, like you just haven't seen people. So people have like kept up with me as you guys have on Instagram or whatever. And it's like they see people like I had dinner with some friends of mine last week and they were like looking at me and touching my shirt. They're like Oh my God, you're real! I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Like, still this is bad. You know? So it's 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 fascinating. Like that's one of the things with me with this whole like. Marcus, you have to. I know, I know it's not on the dais, but you have to play the TikTok. I just sent you. No, I love this TikTok. I, was, I, was, I, I love it because it just it like it upsets it upsets people for all the wrong reasons. Right. Okay. It's just, like, it's just it um, never gets old. Marcus, question. Um, yeah, tell me. I mean, all right, so. The country music scene. We yeah. know they're majority Republican. We know yeah. they don't wear masks. Yes. Like, 
Absolutely true. The fact that you haven't called COVID surprised me. I mean, he hasn't moved to Nashville <laughs> yet, Marcus. Give him time. I, I know, I know. When I see niggas in cowboy hats, I go the other way. Like, that nigga can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so cowboy hats and fucking one of them bow ties and shit. I'm like, oh hell no! It's you really funny. Know. Like, so, <laughs> like, as far as like country music as a an industry, <laughs> like, yeah, most of these people are like wildly conservative, and there's like a liberal like uprising in the genre right now so it's I love it. to, wow. like, kind of watch that evolve and watch the the historical like concept of what country is kind of on the fence right now and people are are nervous and worried about it because it's like and you're part of it so basically what's happening I'm very here, much a part of it yes hold on i want to so, hear sorry continue what you're saying marcus yeah I mean, i'm very much a part of that like i mean anybody who's known me in dc for the last 13 years like I'm not exactly like a, a, a wild conservative, like no, far, the furthest thing from. So it's it's fun to like be able to see these people be like scared and frightened and worried, but then at the same time, like we all like the same music. So I oftentimes laugh because I'm like, well, hmm. yeah, like I might be wildly liberal, you might be wildly conservative, but we both like David Allen Coe. And we can kind of like vibe in that middle space. And so it's just, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating time. And to have a part to play in it has been just like a mind blowing experience every day because the people you talk to, you're like, on so many other levels, we disagree violently. But when we talk about this music thing, we, we tend to find like a middle ground. So if you ever wanted, to understand music as the great unifier, uh, country music right now is a fascinating place to be in because it really, that, that really is is the case. That's interesting. Well, I mean, so I guess the question is like, how how does how does the country music scene reconcile itself? Like in this, like, it's it's funny. I just wrote a piece that'll be going up probably for the Tennessee and at some point this week. That's fine. Moving to Nashville for the uh, the Tennessee and Nashville Country Music Reporter, which means basically pop country, and I said that country's separate and equal, um, and that's the 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 idea that I've been kind of like toying with for the last year, is the idea that like on one side streaming numbers will tell you that Morgan Wallen, the country music artist who said the N word and got canceled and then got uncanceled by country music because he has sold like he's, he's basically like so many times platinum and has been streamed over a billion times last year and on one level you could be wildly popular and have this level of success but then on the other side there's like more black artists working in nashville than ever before like we were talking about earlier marcus and i jimmy allen just won breakout artist of the year for both the uh academy of country music and the country music association awards and Jimmy Allen's a black artist from Milton, Delaware. So, like, I pull a picture up of him. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like a really there's like two divergent streams, and and there's more black women at work in Nashville than ever before as well. Uh, the woman Nikki Guyton that a lot of people are becoming aware of. Allison Russell, if you're a fan of Americana and folk, 
she's a superstar and she broke out this year. So there's like a preponderance of things happening on both sides. Uh, Jason Aldean, there's Jimmy Allen right there. Oh, uh, so like, you know, people like Jason Aldean, the people know that Jason Aldean has come out and said that he's like, I'm a conservative and I don't believe in vaccinations and I, you know, like, don't believe that there's necessarily a race problem in America, like all of this stuff. It's like wildly crazy. And he's very popular. Like, so. Yeah, he doesn't uh, believe there's a race problem in America until his black looking ass gets pulled over on the side of the road by some motherfuckers who don't know who he is. Right. I'm saying what, that man right there knows how to make some money because nobody, nobody like white people love a good nigga. <laughs> yeah, don't so nobody like a good nigga like some white people's ass. Like you gonna sit there and say all the right things, all these white people gonna say fuck like, you know what? That's what we're doing. I'm gonna buy that whole stream of albums. But man, fuck you. Yeah, I, hope you fun, so. I hope you were sitting next to Glory right now. Yeah, so you can is in every other is is in history of country music. We've had this thank you, Steve. Kenny Rogers RIP passed away last year. He passed away right before COVID, actually. That was fascinating. I remember it, yeah. But, uh, he knew what have told him. So there's this weird thing where, like, <laughs> for years of country music, we had this situation occur where, because Charlie Pride was, like, the only black artist, like, he basically didn't really have a need for separate, but equal. It was like, there was just... So it's just uh, like a, a a group of one. Yeah, so like it's like only just like I'm sorry, Mark, you gotta give me a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, so you only have like white artists, and it was like one black artist. So you could be just separate, and it's like there's no need for equality because you're basically just like playing to an audience of one. Now you have separate and equal, which like completely like invalidates much of the history of country music for almost 100 years. And so for me to be the national country music reporter, and I'm very black, I'm from Washington, D.C., born and raised, far northeast Washington, like. It's funny because, like, when people put together, like, who I am, like, for real, they're, like, I've blown enough people's heads in Nashville in the last, like, couple of months that I've been going down when they start to realize that, like, I am going to have, like, a larger role to play. And they're like, wait, you weren't born here? I'm like, no. They're like, well, where are you from? D.C.? And they're like, wait, and then they start start asking all the questions, like, they're like, okay, so let's say that, like, Morgan Wallet runs up on you on, in Lower Broadway, are you going to fight him? I'm like, no, I'll just look at him and wonder, like, what's going on, man? Like, what's what's the point of all of this? Like, or, like, if I see Kid Rock walking down the street, like, am I going to, like, punch him in the face? No, I'm not. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll. I I will definitely pause. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just question and kind of, kind of, you know, scratch my head. Like, well, well, what's the point of all of this? Yeah. But like, I'm not gonna like violently like interact with people. And I'm not gonna be like aggrieved to the point where I'm like horrified. Like, because again, the other thing that people don't realize is also I'm like I'm a 43 year old man. I'm an old person in my head. I'm like I've 
live some life and done some things. So like somebody being racist to my face isn't necessarily going to like antagonize me to the point where I'm ready to like, you know, slap the shit out of someone. Like it's not, it's not like, I'll I'll be mad, but I won't be mad enough to like. I would like to think that I had that level of control, but this gamma radiation nigga inside of me <laughs> just no, I get it. I get it. I think like, like I'm also I'm also more antagonistic too. So like I'll probably end up calling this white man a nigga more than he called me a nigga. But, so, but for me, the funny part is like I always look at it like the greatest revenge is success. So like so, like, the idea that, like, you know, like, at some point in the next five years, like, the top ten artists in country music could all be black artists on, like, the Billboard chart. That would be amazing. I would love every- I'd start listening to country again. Yeah, so it's like, oh. you could have, like, you could have, like, various white, plus Marcus, Brown, Mr. Dowling, um, I just want you to know. And... Uh, I just want to, Marcus, I just want you to know, like, I care about you a lot, and just once you move down there, Please be very careful. Right. <laughs> no, I will be. I will with, be. With right. this, with, with you, what you just what's said. What's a good country music? I could hear a, I could hear a cross lighting on fire when you said like that thing I about mean, like you, 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 black you, people you, dominating you, the top ten country. I can smell oh, the kerosene. Man. Like that's the thing. It's like you can't debate that. Like, and that's the wild thing about music is right now is that you can't debate facts. So, like, factually, Kane Brown sold out every NBA arena with country music shows. He sold Mm -hmm. out 29 NBA arenas. He was just here in DC. The Capital One, he sold out the Barclays Center. Marcus, Marcus, what are you fucking doing? Jesus, he sold out the Los Angeles Forum. He sold out the you know like you name an arena, and these are in both traditionally like quote unquote black cities and cities that are largely populated by white people. And he's a black artist. Like, yeah, he's. Light skinned, but he's still a black artist. Oh, the kid who's got that song, uh, uh, heaven, something heaven better than this, or just like heaven smokes and shit like that. What's the fucking name? Something Kane? Yeah, just like heaven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I fucking like that guy. I mean, he likes me and shit. I mean, look, if you could drink cowboy music, I mean, and he has, and he has, that's the thing. He has a song with HR, without with her. The Grammy mm-hmm. award-winning R&B artist, like he, mm-hmm. he's done it, you know. Like, so it's just—it's a fascinating time to be in the, to be in the space because, again, like, if I get him a little bit next on the song, yeah, you can't. Marcus, you might as well put that cross back up. <laughs> and, even, even, and even crazier. So if you're on on the other yeah. side of the, the record, <laughs> like you guys know who Lil Durk is, right? The rapper. Yeah. No. Lil Durk's latest singles were Morgan Wallen. I don't know Lil any Durk's of those people. Latest single is with Morgan Wallen. Who's Morgan Wallen? Girls on Broadway. She's and it's about, about Lil Durk and Morgan Wallen shared love of white girls who party on Broadway. Uh, <laughs> All right. I respect that. 
<laughs> but it's like, but it's like the guy who said the N word partnering with like a trap rapper. Right. From Saudi. It's just weird. I'm just look. Remember that silly shit fucking uh uh what's that bastard from St. Louis's name? Oh no. <laughs> with all country artists. Couldn't stop playing that goddamn song in the radio. This one we had Spotify too. She just had to wait for the next song. I was mad as shit. That motherfucker got his streams. That motherfucker got his streams. A funny thing with Nelly is that Nelly's been a country artist twice as long as he was a rapper. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Nelly's been a country artist twice as long as he was a rapper. Wow. Explain. So, like, Nelly that. had a seven-year rap career. He has had a 14-year-long career in country music. I didn't realize it was a country music. So, Yeah, like he's... No, look, with, I learned something new today, shit. He's like, worked with Florida Georgia Line. Uh, today's year um, old. Yeah, he's working with a bunch of people on his latest EP, but, but mainly... How many albums does he have now? How many albums does he have in country music? Big that shit, Marcus. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, that's actually something to really, really think about it. Because if you didn't say that, it would have never crossed my fucking mind. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. That's the realest shit in the world. Yeah, he's put out one. He got his first. He got his debut country album this year. If it's country inspired, it's not like he's not like he's like I'm not going full country because he's very canny about his presentation of it. But he's right. guested on tracks for literally 14 years in country music. Oh he's wow! Like made. From the Tim McGraw song over and over to this EP is like 14 years. Mm. Which is crazy. Like people don't think of it, but that's the thing. It's like once Nelly figured out, okay, and here's the thing about country music that people don't get. Is that country is a space where people still go to live shows, they still buy physical products, they still buy physical albums. They do, and they also now stream as much as they do all of this stuff that in ah. every other musical space. Sorry, people I push wrong button. I push wrong button. <laughs> yeah, people just don't do anymore. Like, what's the right one? What's the last time you bought a physical hip hop album? Oh shit! Oh, shit. Um, what? What are? Wait, that? wait, wait. Does vinyl count? Yeah, I guess it does. So, when was the last time you bought a vinyl a vinyl rap record, and how many of them did you buy? I had to rebuy a couple of them real fast, a little war damage action. But I grabbed the uh, Run DMC, I grabbed the uh, radio, and I grabbed the purple tape. But that's well, all you got. Are you going to continue to buy physical albums after that? Yeah, hell yeah. Look, I gotta, I, I'm making it happen, man. I got some shit going on. Good. I got a couple more well, well, yesterday. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I bought some albums. Vinyl's mine, my new reemergence of a hobby and shit. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. I'm not fucking DJ and shit, but I just, you know, I'm not saying it makes the music warmer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I, I like the crack of the needle. You know what I mean? Right, right. But yeah, but there was a long time where people did not buy physical albums in genres that are pop and in the mainstream. And in country, that never stopped. Really? And it's because they didn't have internet. Right. You gotta remember Wisconsin, sorry, the Midwest had cable before New York did. They got right. internet, bro. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. But it just depends on the people don't trust it. Right. So they feel I mean, more, they feel more comfortable buying the C D still. Right. It's wild. So 
in that situation, like you have people who are buying things physically and also now inter interacting with streaming. So you get this like weird thing where the old and the new coexist simultaneously. And it's a fascinating thing to watch because like, okay, so like by comparison to like hip hop, where a lot of physical sales and arena sales for shows are down, like countries been able to like really ascend by not losing a, a single cent of any sort of revenue in the industry. It's wild. It's a wild time. That's fascinating. Crazy. I never even like thought about like, well, yeah, I guess because, you know, with country music, you have a much older demographic. And so those and the, people and, are and, definitely going to be more inclined to stick with the older formats of music. Yeah, the demo skews old and young in country because it's like you have because it, you know country also doesn't forget their artists. So like hip hop, there's a there's a thing in hip hop where people say if you don't have old, like rappers can't get old. Right, that is it's a, thing. a true thing. Like Jay Z is a is the is the one rapper who's kind of like been allowed to get old, like and still remain relevant. But in country, like you know, like Randy Travis is still a guy. Like he's. You know, like I interviewed him this year. Like, no shade. Randy Travis. That's awesome. Yeah, Randy Travis is amazing. Um, and George Strait is still the king of country, and he's well into his. <laughs> you know, and then it's like you have like artists that are in their sixties and seventies who are still relevant, and then you have, and their fan base is at that age, and then you right. have artists who are in their twenties, and they have teenage fans. So, and that span is significant and you don't find that in other spaces so it's a really fascinating thing to like really when you sit down and consider it it's like okay so this plays across the board and then on top of that pop culturally dolly parton's considered to be the coolest person in the world i mean she essentially yeah. like you know gave the money to vanderbilt to create the moderna you know vaccine so like you have this like pop cultural icon who's still in the space and though she doesn't really like release like you know billboard dominating songs she dominates the pop cultural conversation garth brooks does too garth brooks when he performed at the inauguration it was a whole deal it was like oh my god garth and garth's so cool and he had a moment and it's like it's it's funny because for as much guff as people give country music and i hear i hear it all <laughs> like america large scale has this love affair with the iconography and the songs and the people that just doesn't die and it's it's fascinating to me because it's like i i presume my great hope is that hip-hop and other spaces will have the same thing occur eventually uh edm as well where it's like okay so like this rapper this dj is over the age of 50 and they're still beloved and they're still like part of the larger conversation. You're hopeful for that. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing that like, when I look at like things that I hope that I'm able to take out of country and put in other musical spaces. Cause I mean, I'm not leaving country anytime soon, but like I've worked in other spaces and I know people in other spaces and I hope that what I do here will trans transfer to other spaces is the idea that like, if you have an older artist or artists or artists should be allowed to have these like long story careers and continue to be yeah. relevant far past the moment when they start like you know 
I mean, like the Rolling Stones and people like that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yo, didn't Keith Richards just turn like 150 the other day? I I, I think it was, I think 151. Yeah, Keith Richards is, he's a, he's a whole different case. He's marinated very well. There's a meme, there's a meme of him playing guitar to like some like little toddler and they're like, Here's Keith Richards teaching Willie Nelson how to play guitar. I saw that. I saw that. Wouldn't we love to see like an old, old rapper who's like still relevant? Yo, oh, stop, stop. You know, it's it's happening, dude. KRS One is gonna be that dude. Chuck D is gonna be that dude. Rakim's gonna be that dude. Like, probably being that dude. One of the coolest things about hip hop right now to me has nothing to do with the music. Ice T is gonna be that dude. Ice T like, definitely. What, it's what the it's what the Kennedy Center is doing with their hip hop council, and the fact that they're booking rappers on these stages in legacy roles. That's Q Tip. That's Q Tip doing that. Oh, Q Tip's part of that. That's Q Tip doing that. Q Tip. He's like the, he's, he's basically the the. Art, he's the director of the hip hop arts or some. No shit. He's got like an official title. I'm yeah, butchering and it. It's and... cool because you get to see like they just have like KRS One like on stage at the Kennedy Center. I was at that show. And it being was insane. And being dope. And you're like, yes, this is good. Like, because like, when, I mean, I like... Nashville, when I go to Nashville, they, they'll, they'll bring like. A 65-year-old country artist and just put them on stage at the Grand Ole Opry. And it's like, yeah, I mean, dude, that's the reason why Nas a couple a few years ago was there with like the National Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Right, right, you know, right. I mean, you say you like never thought you would have I never thought I would have seen in my lifetime. Like, you know, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So have you been to the Grand Ole Opera? I've been to the Grand Ole Opry. I've stood in the I've stood I've stood in the circle on stage. Nice. I, I had to watch a lot of Grand Old Opera shit when I was a kid because my aunt went there every year. Uh, op- Opry. Opry. Not not Phantom of the Opera. I'm white recycled. I'll say it any way I want. Yeah, I've been to Opry. Okay, Wild uh, Irish Rose. Uh, on um, <laughs> funny thing with the Opry is um, they, they recorded Hee Haw at the yes. Grand Old Opry for me. Watch a shit ton of that. Horrible so show. the room, okay. So like, one of my favorite country music moments of the last year. They I, and Megan, you're correct. Jay Z and LL did get inducted to the Rapper Hall of Fame, which to that point is continuing that conversation about older rappers. But um, so I'm in the, I'm in, I'm getting the Grand Ole Opry like private tour, and it's like this amazing moment in my life. It's like I've like worked, worked as hard to get to this point. And they take us into this giant room, this big giant like sound stage. And then they stop and they go, Does anybody know it was recorded here for 25 years? And everybody's kind of like, Well, what? And then this woman says, like, she says, hee haw. And I, I just stopped. And I was just like, Oh my god, this is incredible. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Like and then she like walks me around and starts to show me where like various parts of the Kihaw set were, and I'm like, oh my god! So like, key to, key, to, key to my story, my love of country music, is that my aunt won two double wide shows in The Price Is Right in 1975, <laughs> and 
she put them in a trailer park in Fallen Waters, West Virginia. And the people that lived across the street from my aunt's trailers, it's like this family, and they lived across the way. And when they lived across the way, they would invite me and my friend over. Like I would have like a friend of mine come up, my mom would like rent the trailer. And I would have two, like my friend come up. And we would go over for dinner. And one of the things that we bought was Q-Hall. Because like the family would have us eat dinner and then we'd have with them for whatever. And Hee Haw is one of the things we watch. So I was like very young and I watched Hee Haw yeah. like all the time. I loved Hee Haw. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, so, so like, like, I loved it. Yeah, we're we're, 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 we're the generation where you could watch. Like, sorry, I'm just going yeah, to say we're, we're of the generation where you could watch Hee Haw and Soul Train in the same <laughs> yes. yeah. the thing that we would do so like best generation sorry so like, it was great like we'd sit and i didn't think place. anything of it like I was so like, you oh, saying we buy musical yeah. section no yeah so it was a cool moment it was it was cool always it was like we'd sit in our trailers and watch like black television like what the fuck is he and then Are go you, oh. too young. and watch and yappers <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, like, in, on a Saturday evening or maybe either Sunday or Saturday evening, you could watch, you could watch Hee Haw, Soul Train, Solid Gold. Yes. Um, Solid Gold. Maybe, uh, depending, um, what the fuck was the one with Danny Terrio? Dance Fever? Dance Fever. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, or fucking American Bandstand with uh, fucking... Uh, oh. Uh, um, Dick, Dick, Clark. Dick, Clark. Dick, Clark. Dick Clark. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we used to have, that, like, that, oh, 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 not that I'm being like the great country proselytizer, but I, I, it's kind of like my job now, so, oh well. But, um, yeah, you kinda funny thing, country doesn't forget any of this. So, like, variety shows and countdown shows and comedy shows that involve the music are all still part of the country like lexicon so like yeah. in other genres we would they just just doesn't exist anymore it's like okay we don't do variety shows anymore we don't do countdown shows we don't do countries like yeah well we're still doing all of this like it never died so like all of those old tv concepts still exist in country and it's wild and like to wit when you watch like lifetime and hallmark movies during the holiday season at least 25 to 30 percent of them involve actual working country music performers who oh yeah play. they yeah that's that's their fucking bread and butter it's wild it's, that's it's their bread. making cheesy holiday movies is like oh, yeah. a whole, it is a whole market that don't even pay attention Same to joy like, i desperately wanted to be a solid gold dancer there, oh, there's... Put my hair up in the ponytail. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like to be a solid gold dancer, there has to be like a cocaine check. <laughs> oh, clearly, like clearly. you can't put down a gram in an hour, baby. I don't know why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and how good do you look covered in glitter? Yeah, how good do you look covered in glitter? Stripper oh, dust. So, so much stripper dust. So much. Stripper dust. Never goes away. That shit. It does not go away. Goddamn right, strippers. Where... As a man with a really big beard, whenever I think of glitter, it appears in my chin. <laughs> you probably got some in there just saying that. Just saying I that did. Sentence. 
I literally <laughs> looked at my phone and was like, is that glitter? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Why you <laughs> <laughs> so, to that point, I, I, worked, I worked for CMT for the last year. And one of the things with CMT is like, you start to like realize that like if every other genre like did it this way, the industry would be in a better place. But there's a certain level of like self-awareness that other genres don't have because it's not cool to be self-aware in that way. And like, yo, like because countries like in a real way, countries like we are corny as fuck. Well, the, we know that we know that we are very corny here. There's something. Are, there's something stuck in the reality. Okay, TV there's something to be said though. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. There's something to be said about the industry, yeah, in general, because there is no real the industry anymore. I mean, I guess there is. Like, I guess if you're talking about the industry that controls what is on mainstream radio, television, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So like from someone who is from the, from the perspective of someone who was into so much music that is from outside of the industry and has had to create their own industries, et cetera, et cetera. Like country music is what is like, I mean, it's, it's status quo music. It's oh, always going to be absolutely. pro. It's always going to be pro America, pro American values, pro apple pie, red, white, and blue. You know, like even the most outlaw country artist is still going to wave the fucking flag, and you know, everything short of you know the thin blue line. The black lady you know, on the like, the black lady on the but, AMA, you yeah, know, but if we look at every, guy. if we look at every other genre of music that the industry is pushing, like. The industry's not pushing rappers that really want you to improve your life and, you know, lift yourself up and see the best of yourself. Like, young rappers have died this year? Yeah, well, dude, everyone that is, everyone that has a real message, everyone that has a real message either doesn't get pushed or things happen to them. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if you, if you're a professional cough syrup drinker, and you can rap endlessly about dripping and whatever the fuck these kids are talking about nowadays. Like, you know, the industry's always pushed what the industry's wanted to push. They've always snubbed what they don't want fucking people to hear. You know, it's all about like keeping, you want to keep people dancing. You want to keep people, da- keep people dancing. And you want to keep people from f- thinking too much. You know what I mean? I you want them to feel. You want them to feel the beat. Wrong. You want them to feel feel that energy, but you don't want them to think too much about what the fuck is going on around them. Because when people start thinking, then they start asking questions, and when they start asking questions, then people, you know, start getting held accountable. And so, you know, the industry, as 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 I know it, you know, it's always kind of been like, I don't know what's uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, su- superficial at best. Yeah. Superficial at best. Yeah. C- country music is allowed to thrive within that environment because it doesn't break any of the rules. It never colors that far outside of the lines. It's 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 really funny because country's starting to now. It's like part of the reason why like I'm I'm here. It is that it's starting to like make those breaks and push outside of the lines. 
When I hear a country song about Medicare for all, I'll be fucking floored. Like when I hear when I hear a country singer when I hear a country singer talk about term limits and no and taking money out of politics, I'll be fucking on the fucking floor. I'll say look, Ted Cruz came for Big Bird. Like that dude would get murdered. To me, country's funny because country's like still the last part of the industry where the records still come out on Friday, the PR cycles are still two weeks long. Like every okay, so like every single conventional music industry rule that you remember about that you learned about the music industry at some point still applies to country music. And you're like, and it's funny to just sit and watch because you're like, wait. So like the rest of the industry just decided we're gonna put out music whenever. But country's like, no, 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 no. The music still comes out in front. Well, yeah, <laughs> grandma and grandpa don't want to get confused about exactly. when they got to go to the record store. Like, right? It's wild. It's like because in every other space, we convince people that like it's broken, so let's just do whatever we want. I mean, if 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 the music industry in general tanked, country music would probably still be okay on a commercial yeah, level be okay. because. Because it's built, it's woven into the fucking fabric. Yeah. It's woven into the fabric. I mean, like, yeah, rock and yeah. roll. Yeah, we've invented rock and roll. But what is rock and roll in America now? It is a very ambiguous, splintered into a million different fucking subgenres. It's a very shit. cute agency. Same, same, you know, same with rap music. Rap, what is rap music now? Like, again, also you know, another very cute agency. There's the there's there's you know you got your thought rap you got your thirst trap rap you got your fucking trip trap fight music your trip hop trap and your trap hop trip trap and fucking wow. you get off my pawn trap like I'm fucking, you not to stay on this hold today <laughs> you not to stay on this hold you know um, it's just so you know there's so many things but like country music even there's country there's classic country and then there's I guess maybe like pop country yeah there's pop country for sure. you know and, and then maybe you get into like americana yes. which is where you can call that alternative country or whatever the fuck you, know, you're, you're, you make all the all the all the right points but it's yeah. still funny because even in americana like even in this space like this space that's like starting to expand like i was talking about separate and equal like you could do all of these things that other places uh, other spaces are doing it's all coming to country but the, the rules still apply that, like, traditions matter. So it's like, okay, yeah, like, the goal is to still play the Grand Ole Opry. Like, the goal is to still headline the Rhyming Auditorium. Like, even crazier now, like, the number one the number one performance venue in America is the Bridgestone Arena, which is in Nashville, which is where the Predators play. It's a 20,000-seat hockey arena. But it's the number one, like, performance venue in America right now. And they've had like nothing but sellouts because country's so baked into the fabric of America that after COVID, every other performance genre was like nervous about getting back on the road. But country's like, no, our people need our songs. We've been our people need our songs. for oh, the entirety of COVID. And now it's time to get back out and play. That's the realest shit I've ever I was to Nashville a couple of years ago and I went to the Patsy Klein Museum and yes. 
the guy out front, like, literally had, like, this shirt on that was, like, country will never fucking die. And on the back of it, it basically said every other genre that he can name, I guess. Yeah. Like, like fuck you, this, fuck you, this country will never die, all this other stuff, whatever. And everything you saying, like, the entire time I was national, I was like, they ain't playing about this shit. Because I remember seeing, like, an FYE and being like, hold, hold, hold the fuck up. Why is this here? Yeah. Because it's like. still out there buying CDs. Yeah, physical, 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 still runs the thing. It's yeah. wild. And to, and to to comment on uh someone something that uh, someone said in the comments uh woof woof pup, um yeah. yeah so and and just I I I just wanted to clarify, um I don't ever want to actually hear a country artist singing about term limits or uh, <laughs> or Medicaid or Medicaid <laughs> for, Medicare for all, but just I threw that as an example. But you make a really I agree with your point. You make a really That's good point. And um, dude, Johnny Paycheck, when he did take this job and shove it, and he played it, he played it with the fucking West Virginia yeah, coal mine when they were striking. Like that's so, that's important. Like, those songs, shit. like that's, those songs that's, exist in the space and they're getting like a lot of run right now. It's a yeah. It's a, the funny, like I said, the funniest thing about COVID for country was that country's funny because. When a song comes out, you can almost figure out exactly where it's going to slot. Like, you could figure out, like, okay, so this song is about women's rights and this and this and this. And there's, like, a very specific space that that song's going to fall in. And it's only going to go but so high on the chart. And then it's going to, like, tour and you're going to put it in these venues and do this and this and this. But when COVID hit, because there were no venues and... There was no like physical radio tour. So like artists in country go to they go to radio stations to push their records, which R and B artists used to do for generations, but they don't do it anymore. But in country, like you still find like when I was in Bristol, Tennessee, I saw I met Ingrid Andrus, who's a country rising country star. I met her at the number one radio station in Bristol, Tennessee, pushing her single that came out five months prior because the song had the song had finally cracked the top 40 after being on the on the charts for five months station physically to talk to the dj about so it's very song. antiquated very old world like you know <laughs> it's like, like sliding the dj Sliding the DJ and telling you to like, play your record next. Like. <laughs> I swear to God. She like walked in and like, you know. What's, like, the number, what's the number two station in Bristol, Tennessee? Well, the number two station is I'm sitting in Dalton City. The number two station is in Dalton City. Excuse me, sir. I was trying to get in touch with you about my record. To play more frequently. <laughs> it's a real thing. So you're like, <laughs> so you, you sit there, you're like, what? Like, you still do this? She's still in the lobby, oh. sir. <laughs> what should we do? Her dad's in the back. Her dad's in the back. I'm dad's a, waiting, I'm, no, her dad's waiting in his truck out front. He got a Ford F two fifty with a tape deck ready to make this shit happen. There you go. <laughs> it's a real thing. So, like, I did a piece for Billboard about this. There's a black country artist named Willie Jones from Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm sorry, his name is what? Willie Jones. 
Willie Jones. I bet you Willie Jones got a mean left foot ball. He better be dark as hell. We coming up in here all. That's Don't be coming up in here all caramel with a name like Willie Jones, bro. You better be blue. You better be eggplant, bro. For real. A name like Willie Jones is like you gotta say the whole thing. You can't just be like Willie. You can't call no, him. You gotta say Willie Jones. If he's not darker than Jamie, I don't want to hear anything about him. Look, Willie Jones. Willie Jones ends everything in Jack. Like, what you say to him, Jack? Yeah. So, so, he has a song called Slow Cooking that samples Hey Good Looking by Hank Williams, one of the iconic country songs of all time. And so, I did a piece for Billboard about him going to Bristol to learn about Hank Williams because it was the last place that Hank Williams was seen alive. Like, he died in, like, a car that was parked in front of the burger bar, which is still in Bristol in downtown Bristol. What Hank so, is that Hank is that Hank one? We're talking that's about Hank one, yeah. Okay. So we're there and it's like he comes into the, the, the radio station like literally with a CD with his single on it. And he hands it to the DJ like play my song. Did he have a gun? No, it was just a moment. <laughs> you're watching this, and then there was another artist. Because Willie ain't got a gun, Willie got a blade on him. <laughs> no, so it, was, it, was, it was funny because, like, then we're sitting there, and it's all three of us, like, sitting in this, like, room waiting for them to talk about the singles that have just been played and whether or not they wanted to keep them in rotation. And there's this moment where Ingrid looks at Willie and is like, Loretta Lynn had to do this too. Patsy mm-hmm. Klein had to do this too. Charlie Pride had to do this too. And we're in 2021, and here we are, like, the digital age of, is upon us. Like, COVID is a thing. And in the midst of COVID, we're at a physical radio station handing a DJ our single to play on air. You know why? That sounds trashy. Because sweet little baby Jesus all wrapped up tight in his manger ain't got time for no electronic press kits. <laughs> don't want to see it. Don't want to hear it. Ain't got time for it. I need to hold it in my hands. For the, for, the the black, for the black version of Long Story Short, country music don't change much. At all. That's the whole point of Mark. It's like they're like in a time capsule. So into this, Jamie, think about it like this. The Nashville country music reporter at the Tennessean, the paper of record in Nashville, Tennessee, is a black man from Washington, D.C. Mark, and, and everybody knows that once, know once Marcus much, gets yeah. down there, he's going to have to write all of his stories in calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just finally upgraded from the Flintstones bird that pecks into the, t- mean, the stone tablet. Just- they just upgraded from that, so now he's got the quill. They sit, they sit the we got this new tech on paper. Like, all right. In the year of our Lord. I mean, it's I, I, yeah, have you seen paper, nigga? They got a ghetto <laughs> machine. You got like a squid, <laughs> like a whole squid just keep drying out the air. I was like, this is gangster fuck to me. I because I'll come up with. I feel like Willie had a blade Hello. on. Hello, like, <laughs> like, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so can we get a call in line? I feel like we need like a like a, 
like an answering machine. For the last shit. thing <laughs> the show needs is a call in line. Oh, no. <laughs> the last I mean, thing. we can figure, yes. Can we, do that, yeah. can we do that during the interaction, the interaction show? Because I feel like that right there. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. stop. Here's my idea. We get a burner phone, and for one night only, (laughs) we give that number out for our insurrection show, and people can call in, and we'll put them on speakerphone. And then we plug it into the roadcaster, and then just fucking... Yeah, we're going to burn burn a phone, and at the end of the show, one of us gets to snap it in half. George right. something in the chat that's important about white people resisting change. Um, there's, a fa- there's a fascinating fact about country music. The last time that a black woman had a top 20 single in country music was 1969. Damn. Dude, honestly, I couldn't name, I cannot name one black female country artist. My aunt, my aunt has a whole country album out of Dayton, Ohio. I never listened to the motherfucker one time a day. Who? Your aunt is a your aunt is a black my country aunt singer. Was a country black country singer. I would call Tim Roderick. She had an album and everything, bro. And I ain't never heard of motherfucking song. But that's, what that's, that's, that's <laughs> a good talk about how resistant and the last time that a Latino was in the top twenty in the Billboard charts was twenty two years ago. See, I'm so surprised they were even in it. Yeah, like nice in the seventy, I mean, it's 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 crazy. So, like, countries in a situation where the last time that there was like rampant diversity in country music was like nineteen seventy one. So, like in nineteen seventy one, you had he like, said nineteen twenty one. Nineteen seventy one. That's not country. two you had two Latin guys. One guy named Freddie Fender. The other guy named John Rodriguez. Then was it like twenty had, country singers at the time? Yeah, like there were two Latin, there were two Latino, like they were they were both Chicano, so like that was the thing. And then thirty, uh, was it thirty of the fifty-two weeks of the year? There were in nineteen seventy-one. There were women artists who had wow. songs at number one. Yeah, women play music. Right, so, I, I, I feel like right, like back in the seventies, I felt like. like Country was like a little more like di- like inclusive, like yeah, yeah, and, and maybe a little. I, I don't know. Like my so, parents, we would watch like country. Yeah. I didn't understand that they were country, but yeah, like so you know, Val, we would to listen point, to them and like I don't know. To your point, Val, and you make a great point here. Country is a funny yeah. space in the sense that like whenever something goes wildly wrong in America. You have a large group of large concentrated group of conservative white people who all basically live in the same spaces in the country. Right. And they look at their music as a place where they can like rectify the issue. So like when Dr. King died and Cesar Chavez became a thing like simultaneously, it was like, okay, well, we're going to bring over like the best Chicano artists we know. And we're also gonna like make this one black guy like the greatest star of all time, and mm. that'll that'll satisfy our fears and concerns about the fact that we know that something's egregiously wrong in America. But we'll add in into this mix of like, and then on top of that, in '71, with all these women on the charts, 
the, the women's liberation movement was such a thing that it was like, okay, well, we could solve for women's lib because it's just white women. Like we could add, and they could all be blonde and large chested. Like that's the thing. We could do that. And it's fun to look at. Like we could do that and make that a thing. Then it's it like, is fun okay. to look at, yes. Right. And then Charlie Pride, Charlie's been here for five years. We could just put him at the top of the charts. And then, oh, like we need some Chicano guys. Oh, we, we know some guys in Texas. They're cool. We can we can bring we can bring them in too. And it's fascinating because after George Floyd, like there, there's Charlie. So like after George Floyd, like you have now more black artists in country music than ever before. But the funny part is that black people now, because of the internet, are able to like talk to each other and converse amongst each other. Because it was an unwritten rule in country, even for Latin artists and also for female artists, where if you were one of two, you and the other person never talked. Everybody was kept apart. So like Charlie Pride stayed by himself. He didn't talk to the other black guys who were trying to get in. Almost like to a fault. But why? Uh, John oh, you like two separate. You can't have two kids in the same room. Uh, I mean, that's what I figured. I mean, that's what I thought. So let me, Marcus, I mean, do you think, yeah. all right, so, you know, I'm an atheist, so I've thought about, like, what happens if I would, like, became a preacher and when I take that preacher money? Do you see it as black people saying, hey, let me go fucking into this white genre and just kind of manipulate the system a little bit? Is it kind of like, is it a power move or is it their passion? Okay, so there's a, there's a, a number of black people in America who grew up loving country music. Like, I'm not, like, a monolithic like, person here. Like, if you grew up in, like, St. Louis, Missouri, or if you grew up in Topeka, Kansas, or if you grew up in San Antonio, Texas, and it's never, like, a place that's, like, one of the top five or ten cities in America. It's your exposure. Like, we keep leaving out one particular demographic, and this, I have to say this, and it has to be said. I don't know if y'all know too many Jamaicans. Some oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's the... Jamaicans love like that's like that's their like quiet story. So funny story with Jamaica, and this uh, this will tie into what we're talking about. So in the nineteen in the nineteen seventies, again, global distribution of country became a thing because mm. it was like the music industry across the board was was distributing stuff globally. When it came to Jamaica as a country, for some weird reason. RCA Records just sent everything to Jamaica. So, like with other labels, it was like, okay, we'll send them like our R&B records and our rock records. Mm -hmm. RCA was like, we're just gonna send you everything. Mm -hmm. So, like the Charlie Pride record is coming at the same time as like these five rock acts, at the same right. time as this R&B act. And the country acts, because country's a touring genre, and country acts will go anywhere. They don't care. Like, if, because as a country artist, you're so used to performing, you've been performing your whole life. So yeah. like, in the 70s, any artist on RCA that was hot went to Jamaica. Also, it's Jamaica, so why would you not want to go? Right. So like Parton, Charlie Pride, Elvis, Lynn Anderson, all these artists who are like massive stars of country music were all mm -hmm. on RCA at the same time. So like 
when they went to Jamaica, the Jamaican people had never really seen like white artists in their nation ever. And they had songs that were pop crossover giant hits anyway. So it was like, oh, sweet. Like, we will love Kenny Rogers forever. We will Sounds love Kenny Rogers forever because they came to our country and they like performed these amazing sets. Mm -hmm. is now, is it because it's, they came there or is it partly also because country music is more closer to reggae than rock well, and roll? The funny thing that happened is that the reggae acts started to realize that like, okay, so like if you're a reggae act in Jamaica and you're playing like uh, a nightclub, right? And then this country act comes and they're playing the soccer stadium. What are you going to do? Right. Are you saying country changed reggae? Yeah, so you're going to figure out whatever it is in this country record that works so that you can go from touring and playing this like small venue to playing the soccer stadium. Like, okay, like it's it's a thing with, and it's funny. I'm glad you brought this up, Jamie. It's it's a great point. It's it's a thing that I've done a lot of research about. In the last <laughs> so like, you know, it, I only brought this up. You, you ever watch uh, any of those Biggie documentaries? Evan, They always talk about his mom always just to, you know listen to fucking country music at the end of the night, and then yeah. fucking Biggie Biggie slept to country music, and then so there was this guy with the not high school with the middle school when he was Jamaican. We called him Macon because. Jamaican, but if you go to his house, his mom had it was all like Bob Marley, Whalers, you know, the Kingston shit, all that other crazy shit, and then, and then like a whole section of just country volume, right? So, like, just all country. So Bob, to his credit, Bob Marley is a, is, a, is a pop legend because every time that he saw something explode on the global landscape that would come to Jamaica. He would grab it and put it into the waves. So like country just becomes a part of like if you listen to like three little birds. Like three little birds is so inspired by like traditional country music. Really? Mm -hmm. How how? Cause I, I in the way that it's written. Okay. That I uh okay. I can see that. <laughs> I can yeah, see that aspect. It, if you listen to if you listen to like is this love? Yeah. Like, that's kind of low key. Like, you change that guitar around a little bit. That yeah, little, like, country the, riff, the riffs are the same. It's a country song, bro. And then to, to wit, like, when the British invasion came to Jamaica, like British music, and then you hear songs like Punky Reggae Party, which is just him being so inspired by, like, the Clash and the Sex Pistols and being like, I have to weave this into what we're doing as the Whalers. Like, as a band. And not like, not like the Beatles weave shit in. I watched four hours in that eight hour fucking sit show. I mean, the Beatles are the same way country music. Right. One of the great influences on late era Beatles is the fact that Bob Dylan saw the band and he was like this is this is the future of music they're the perfect synergy of folk rock and country and when you listen when you watch the get back documentary you can hear 
Paul and George, especially, so much of their interplay is like Robbie Robertson and um, with the, the guitarist name and um, and Levon Helm in the band. Like they're mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing. They're like, yeah, like, well, this is this hot new thing that's happening, and like, we have to like take this and put this into what we're doing as the Beatles. They weren't doing shit else. Yeah, but no, but Joy. Uh, quick, quick fun fact for uh, Gloria, real fast. Uh, the Beatles <laughs> are around longer than the Confederacy, so go fuck yourself. And gay marriage, bitch. Oh yeah, yeah it has been. Serve, yeah, I'm still like, yeah, this was, was, so, thing, like that didn't end well for her. Yeah. No. So, uh, she, oh, she thought I was gonna let up. <laughs> Come on, I'm petty. I mean, Very so Marta, yeah. so I, 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 grew, I, I grew up. I grew up a <laughs> I grew up a David Allen Coe fan. Okay, we're, but we're, then we're, when we I but, similar, then. But is but that I, song, I is he does he do that song like let's go eat let's go eat lunch down at the Y. David Allen Coe wrote a lot of nasty ass songs. No, so that's, 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 where I'm, that's where I'm going with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's the, go. I know he's going Let's go here. Okay. Three so David Allen Coe liked to use the N word a lot, a lot of his songs. All the time. So that's what I'm saying. Like, as a black man, like, how can you listen to it? Because okay. as a white man, okay. I stop so listening to it. This is a funny story. So, David, I said I stopped listening to David So, the thing about. David Allen Coe, uniquely as an artist. I loved his songs before I heard When that. you dive into understanding like his roots and where he's from. Where's he from? So I always say this about Texas. Texas contains both Dallas and Austin. So when it comes to country, most country artists know black and Latino people. Tons of black and Latino people. But they know black and Latino people from a working class, lower class part of society. And they relate to them in a way that comes from a very like upfront racialized sense. So it's the sense of like, if you are a white country artist from like, say like Jason Aldrin is from Lincoln, Georgia. Here at the N-word, in passing without any context whatsoever same thing with david allen Cook. so when he uses it in a song it sucks it's horrible but when you and i'm not and i'm not absolving him of it i'm just saying that there's no context by which race and racism is clearly defined until afterwards and the real point in country that we're getting to now is and it's it's one of the more frustrating parts of my life is that you have to almost re-educate white people who come from this background they all come from the actual definition of what these words and phrases actually mean that they're using without any context for what they are whatsoever if Bobby Caldwell would have said nigga one time, we'd have murdered this man. And we just found out Bobby Caldwell. I uh I disagree. I know you I do. think I disagree. I think that we need to no 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 what needs to happen. What needs to happen in situations like this, 
And it's not just about country singers that say the N-word. It's the same thing that we do when we find out that an artist likes to pee on little girls or we find out that an artist is despicable in some other kind of way. The same pass that we give, you know, motherfuckers for beating their wives and beating their girlfriends and all this fucking shit. Like, I feel like as opposed to just as opposed to as opposed to doing what you just did, which is getting into a very nuanced, complex delve into the psyche of said person we just need to come to grips with the fact that sometimes we like artists that are fucking shitty people oh like no, it's a lot it's, easier it's a lot easier to come to grips with oh, that okay like, and, oh. and just because we could sit here all day we could sit here all day and talk about the like because if you sit here and look at it if you look at people over time everyone is fucking horrible in some way shape or form some people are are just way, 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 way oh, okay. less horrible. I like love David, Al- David Allen Coe. David Allen Coe. Yeah, dude, I'm saying. Like, we're going to hold everybody accountable. You know, it's a little, I will say, it's a little different. Her, her being like, I'd rather my children die than have white people listen to my music. Like, yeah, she says that, but she still catches those fucking checks. Right. right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she says that shit, but she still cashes the check. So, if she was really principled that in that fucking make. way, oh, say, she would have never this. she would have never fucking, you know, put found out a long fucking time ago. You know I, I mean, but like in relation to this point, the hardest part about country music right now is that there's one rule in country there's one rule in country music. One rule. You can't be anti-American. No. You can't say the N word publicly and have it get reported. That's everywhere. Because country is such a space where racism is baked into the genre. Yeah. Yes, Thank obviously. You. So you can't say, so like the one rule is that you can dance. You're not around allowed to say the loud parts. You're not, you're not allowed to say the quiet parts out loud. Exactly. Don't burn cross. Don't burn crosses. Right. So you can you can you can keep that. You can maintain that space. In racism, that's baked into the genre by never mentioning the inward. So that's a double-edged sword because, like, that whole, you know, okay, if you are a non-country, if you are not a country fan, country music fan, yeah, and you play word association with most people, and you say <laughs> country music. <laughs> The majority of people are going to res- respond with something having to do with redneck, racist, racist right. blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Right. So it's, it's that same double-edged sword that I think, like like I said, if all other, if the music industry collapsed, that baked-in thing would be one of the things that would help country music survive. That white so, privilege, so that again, white... So that, again, that, I'll point to you and say... The Nashville Country Music Reporter at the Tennessean is a black man from Washington, D.C. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. So, so, I know. so, so okay. it's, it's wild for me when I sit there and I go, okay, so, like, I have an opportunity right now to be able to, like, fundamentally change the past, present, and future of country music. 
and I, how it is regarded. Mark, Marcus, what Marcus, are you doing? I'm on the edge of my seat for you, dude. Like, I'm looking forward to to as a genre. To, yeah, dude, as a journalist, uh, like this journey that you're about to take moving it's to a, Nashville. It's a wild thing because I, I can't. To, I can't wait to hear your stories from the road. Like your next, I get the next to sit time down, back on, man. Like I get to sit be... down with people because when Morgan Wallen said the N word on the 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 camera and it was like a thing. It was the one rule that was which you're not supposed to break was broken in a really obvious egregious way. So now that the rule is broken, we have to reset the rules. And in resetting the rules, racism gets wiped off the table. Like you can't be racist. You can't even harbor racist thoughts. You can't hold your tongue and not say it. You can't be benignly racist. You, you got to write it in code sexist. and sing it in your songs. Let's go, so, Brandon. Brandon. So, Brandon. Like, so, like, moving forward from there, it's like, okay, well, if we take racism and sexism off the table of country music, well, what the hell are we doing? So it's like going back to, like, the origin of it and saying, okay, so now we're starting from square one again. Listen, I, I feel like you're an American gangster going into fucking enemy territory, so... That's not call it enemy territory. The motherfucker like the shit, goddammit. Like, no, 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 I'm not talking about oh, him. Oh, no, I'm not talking about Marcus. I'm talking about fucking... There's Caucasians. Yeah, like, they have to, like... So, think of it like this. Like, if you're a Caucasian person in country music, which is 90, 90% of the the very one thing that you... the, the the two or three things that like define your interest in the, in the music, like racism, sexism, classism, you can do none of that anymore without that's somebody it. stopping you and looking at you and questioning your motives. That's why we got to bring bullying back. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if you can't do that, and you still want to sing country music, and you still, and country music so baked into the DNA of America. I mean, mm. with you being with the Tennessean, I mean, it's kind of being shoved in her face. So, like, how did you pursue this job? Did you go after it? Did they go after you? Okay, like, they came after me. So, like, really? I. So they're trying to change with the culture too, <laughs> or with the time. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. So they reached out to me and they said, "Marcus, we want to talk to you." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, like, you guys want to talk to me? Great." I'm like, "I'm an easy person to find." Like, and so I went out. In Nashville, we hung, I hung out with uh, Ben Goad, who's my editor, and he's like, the Nashville Country Music Reporter job is open. You should apply. And I'm like, and again, because of this whole conversation that we've had, I'm like, the one position I never thought I'd have in Nashville right. was being yeah. the Nashville Country Music Reporter at the Tennessee. I thought I would do every other job there was in the industry. <laughs> right. like literally every other, you could name a hundred other jobs. But the Nashville Country Music Reporter at the Tennessean was the last job that I ever Dude, expected. Dude, when you told me, I was like, wait, that's a thing? And they asked In you? my mind, in my <laughs> mind, in my mind, I'm thinking about this entire scenario like Don Cheadle and Boogie Nights. Just like, 
black dude fucks the country music, he's swinging his dick, then boom, here go white people. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Like, so they're like, yeah, it's like, you, you should apply. And I'm like, and I, I'm, immediately I'm like, why? Right. And they had a very logical point. They're like, well, you're like, because I won the Chet Flippo Award for Excellence in Country Music Journal. Which we talked about on the last mm-hmm. show. Yes, and they're like, okay, well, like, in theory, you should be in competition because you, you've won an award that says you're very good at what you do. And you also, like, understand the history of it, and you also understand, like, race and class and gender and sex and all of these intersections that are problematic in the space. And you don't look at it from a perspective of being like, I'm right, you're wrong. You're willing to have like the patience. You had the open conversation. To have an open conversation. All right. And you're not gonna like slap somebody. And I'm like, no, why would I do that? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hang yourself or hoist yourself for your own petard, I'm gonna let you do that. Like, I'm not gonna like stop you from like, jumping down, you know, like this rabbit hole. If you want to jump down a rabbit hole that potentially out you as being racist, I'm not going to stop you. Like, I'm going to let you do this in public so that the whole world knows. And I didn't no, have to no, say it. No, P- pun intended, give him enough rope. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll happily do it. Like, I'll have the conversation. I'll let it happen. It's not a problem. I'm, I'm totally okay with doing that. So it was funny. It was like, they had that whole conversation with me, and then they're like, a month later, they're like, well, you should come and interview for the job. And I'm like, and again, I thought I'd have every job in Nashville. But this one, yeah. That one. And then I interviewed, and then a month after that, I was in Vegas. And I get the call, and they're like, when do you want to start? And I'm like, now, motherfucker. <laughs> I, hate, I hate that question when they be like, why do you want this job? I'm broke, bitch. That's why I'm like, oh, <laughs> when do you want to start next year? Man? What the fuck, man? Like, I never expected it. And now that it's happening, I start tomorrow, by the way. I start I start today. So That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So it's it's a it's a wild thing. It's a good thing. Um I think anybody who has known me in DC and has seen my body of work in DC, understands my ability to be successful in doing this, as crazy as it sounds, because there's a lot of crazy stuff like that I did in DC that has had sustainability and effectively changed a lot of people's lives in a positive sense. So when it comes to like essentially reformatting country music for the modern era, and for the future of America, um, it's it falls in line with things that I've done here, and I feel like I have the unique skill set because I've come from here right. to be able to do it. Right on, man. Well, yeah, Thank dude. You. Like I said, I'm I look really uh, excited for you. Look Thank forward you. to to to, to checking in with you once you've uh, <clears throat> had some time to get get your feet wet. Um, yeah, yeah. Everybody I mean, come down to. Yeah, I mean that's. Take, so when do you when do you make the move, Marcus? I make the move. I'll be making the move the second week of January. And I've already got my place. I've already, like, I've already got my place. I've already got my like you know like moving. How far are you from? How far are you from downtown? Um, ten minutes. 
Like oh, the, nice. the Tennessee Dolphins are downtown. So you got a ca- you got a couch. Um, what's up? You got a couch. You need like a you need like an H and I. You need like a you need an H and I T-shirt. I love it. Yeah, make it fucking happen. Thank you. Right, right. It'll, get, it'll get you fired. Don't wear it at work. I'm just saying. Like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, nigga, we already let you in. Take it easy. <laughs> 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 thank you. Thank You're you. scaring the rest of the white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scared, scared already. I don't know. I don't know what I can. What I, what I can say. But, you know, right on. Yeah, you. man. Thank you. thank you, Marcus. Um. Sorry, I'm starting to fade, y'all. Uh, well, no, we can tell. Been watch- if you've been watching for this long, you're still hanging with us. We appreciate you and cordially invite you to like and share if you haven't already on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms on Facebook and Instagram with the District of Misfits show. On Twitter, we are at DC Misfits. And once again, I invite you to go to our YouTube channel, the District of Misfits show. And like and subscribe on all the videos. Watch all the videos. It's great for just having on in the background when you got to do some mindless shit that you hate, like folding your laundry or doing your taxes. Or you know, yeah, and Marcus is on a lot of those shows. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, Marcus is on a ton of those shows. Yeah, on Twitch. <laughs> Shout out to our Twitch homies, District of Misfits, all one word. And it is not too late. It is never too late to go to crushingdc.com. Buy some some accoutrement, some I think some we'll have a January sixth special. Oh, maybe we do a January sixth special. Maybe yeah. we Burner phone. Know, with some some <laughs> custom like stuff to commemorate oh, the uh sure. the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just had a couple of really I just had a couple of really inappropriate ideas that I will definitely share. <laughs> you know. yeah, I, I unfortunately, I'm you what. I unfortunately need to run. Fair enough, sir. Out, Marcus, we love you. Thank you so much. Love you, man. Stay safe. Marcus, love you. I'll talk to you. Let's uh, let's try to connect before you leave in uh, Nashville. Of course, of course. Marcus Dowling, brothers, sisters, cousins, and kin. Give it up. Sweet brother (laughs) Noopsy. And lastly, if you um, are interested in being a guest on this show or want to create a podcast of your own and would like our assistance reach out to us at district dogface studio at gmail.com uh marcus why don't you fire up some tiktoks for the uh for the end of the show before this happens real fast i would like to discuss the the moment upon which i said he knew when to fold them because i didn't <laughs> Dude, that shit was a motherfucking thing that man said for like 45 seconds <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I Marcus is like trying to say something very important, and these he was, he was. These two were like losing their shit. I, <laughs> Dude, I lost my shit when he jammed. I blacked out for a second. Dude. I blacked out. No, no, Marcus, you left. I was to go to the bathroom, and they that, kept I, laughing. I, I, uh, that I had to go. Off. Went, oh. <laughs> I was not ready. Dude, that was, uh, none of us were ready. No one was ready. The timing of that joke, just Jamie. ended this show right then. It's like you ever been in the ocean uh, and, you're, and you're walking <laughs> and it gets gradually deep and then you hit the drop off? Yeah. <laughs> that was what it was Unfortunately, like. Unfortunately, yes. Because like, oh. like, yeah. that fucking was funny. <laughs>
<laughs> know when to walk away, motherfuckers. Uh, you knew <laughs> when, when to fold them. <laughs> you knew when to fold them. You knew when to fold them. Knew when to fold them. And here's the thing: is I forgot, I forgot he died. So I like when he, when somebody said Kenny Rogers RIP, I was like, Yo, when when did that happen? Because you know, COVID time has no meaning anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, it was last week. Actually, it's it was two fold, years ago. It's folded <laughs> in on itself so many times now. Right. Like, you know, all the shit. <laughs> you just threw a fucking grenade right in the middle Some of all good that. Shit right there. That shit was funny. Boo, you were like, that's on, that's on the highlight. <laughs> I blew a fuse. I wasn't ready. Poor baby. Who was to take off his headphones? <laughs> not even close. Talking about, about not lay down. Talking about not being ready. Jamie sent me this TikTok. I thought I was gonna throw up. Oh, which one was it? You know which one of this motherfucker is. <laughs> oh, no. What? I'm mad at you that you sent me that TikTok, dude. You're welcome. I knew you were going to play it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we've, of course, broken boo again. <laughs> so that's more on a downtrot. How would you guys feel? You both have kids. So how would you feel? What? Huh? I'm Carry on. So you... <laughs> just, just go. Just go. Just go. <laughs> uh, Megan, the answer to that question is yes. <laughs> but you need to watch God, all the God videos. Have mercy, make... God have mercy on the soul of whoever has to go through all of that footage to, <laughs> that to make that happen. Not it. You will never you will never be the same again after We that got movie. fucking damn. If you think we've done like 75 shows times two hours. Dude, no, no, even if we just did highlights from t- this year. I'm like just right. Four, yeah. 14 just shows from this year. Let's not go crazy. Let's not go crazy. Let's do highlights from this year. Highlights, yeah, just the, had, the past of this past year. I mean, we got like that's, 40 that's, shows this year. 45 yeah, that's shows. a lot. That, that's just, that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours of us being us to sift through. I'm um, excited for you because this nigga ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if one of y'all motherfuckers even had any in your fucking mind that it was going to uh, be a possibility. We got the, yo, the gay says she's on it. We'll, 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 I believe that means not here. No, she said she was not it. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, but Megan, it's your idea, Megan. You got to fucking do it. Hey, How about this? You find someone and we will compensate them accordingly. Or are you talking <laughs> to fucking bingo cards? <laughs> All right, so you guys both have kids. How would you feel if this is the way you found out? Cause some motherfuckers be going to different states. Why is shit so fucking hard? Is that the piss stick up in here? Cause it got butter. Ew, uh, it got butter should make it soft. No, I'm saying it got butter, so it shouldn't be that hard. Oh, mm. I don't that. But this is anything like I think it is. He going on job support. Yeah. He get ready. He's getting ready to flip out. And she's like, why? There's she faked so it into it. it. There's so many things wrong with this. First of all, don't play with my <laughs> fucking food. Well, hold up. Here it comes. What is that? What did it look like? Why you pee on that? Why is it my food? <laughs> right. Why are you playing with his food? What the fuck is wrong with you? She thinks it's cute. Yeah. Oh, it's, a that's not cute. it's a pregnancy test. 
You pissed on it, man. What the fuck? What that mean? You, pregnant? you peed on. Pity you put in his fucking waffles. It's, you I fucking psycho. You why you mess up my food with that? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Baby. Baby, nothing. Baby, my ass. Bro, I was just gonna eat good, bro. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, you not. Bro, it's selfish, yo. It's not piss. It's the drop kind. It's piss that go in there, though. I know it's piss, but it's bro. Not, That's how y'all get tested. But it's not that kind, though. What do you mean it's not that kind? There's no other kind. You ruined the food. <laughs> you ruined the pregnancy. Really? Man, yes, really. Uh, I'll throw that shit across the street. Man, oh, I'd be mad as a motherfucker. That should be a modern art piece on the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> that shit would look like a goddamn Jackson what's that Pollock. fucking Jackson Pollock, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? What is she talking about? It's not that kind. There's only the one. The waffles were good as shit. The waffles were good as the motherfuckers. <laughs> First of all, you fucking on the outside, on the inside. First mistake, you Second of all, you're a lying ass bitch talking about that's not pee on there. The fuck else? Third of all, you fucking acting like it's not a big fucking deal that you ate, fucked with my food, and lied about peeing on some shit. Yeah, you that dude needs to make better better life choices. You gotta knock up fucking cooler chicks, dude. Because that that's yeah. whack, dude. Get You start playing. I that's why. That's why people should use condoms. Or meet at the top of some stairs. Don't judge me. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. 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 <laughs> I said that two weeks ago. Artemis was like, "Play <laughs> just KMS. KMS. <laughs> How about this? How about this? As a general rule, don't fuck with people's food. Right. As a you chef, that's something I never have done. So we, it's a don't code of ethics that we have. Don't fuck with As me when I'm eating. And don't, and don't fuck with me when I'm eating. Like that's just especially if I'm things. hungry. Like, fuck that fuck shit. On. You good idea. Her, her girlfriend's probably it's not that fucking, one. Her, here's the thing. Her girlfriend's probably fucking backed her up too. They're like, oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah. Well, she had bad, bad friends. She had bad friends. She told her friends what she was gonna do, and I'm sure they were like, "Can we play the next TikTok? I'm getting angry." Go ahead, girl. And then you should record it. That's what they did. Yeah, you should record it. It's gonna be so cute. Your friend be pissed. I hope he knocks. Her friends are dumb, and she. All right, here we go. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? I forgot I sent you that. <laughs> what the fuck was Ooh, I just looking shit. at? Oh, wait a <laughs> is, is that is that black ice? Man, I have so many questions. Yeah, I don't even know. I, Jamie sent it to me, so and I'm like, this is just stupid and funny at the same so time. Oh, man. It's one of the last thing you go to hell things. Like, you about to start laughing. I'll Jesus right here. Dude, this is, <laughs> so, Jamie, you missed it. Was he, wait, were you here last week? No, you missed the last week. When no, because he, the... he was on a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, and you lost your phone. Yeah, <laughs> this is right up there with when Marcus played Thanks the video of bringing up like memory. a chick in the thong. That, like, did yeah, that was dope. Like, you know what, though? Ch I saw that video. Except it was the was, was like, yo, Marcus is going to love this. I did, and I was contemplating playing it, and I was like, yeah. fuck it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Boo was so mad that I played that video. <laughs> oh, man. 
Hey, look, hey, what is that Friday guy? I know the guy says the humor. I'm here with him. <laughs> I'm here with him. I so was, it's, I it's was funny. fucking giggling. So, <laughs> Jamie, it's funny you said that, like I was talking about earlier. I was like, you sent me a couple of TikToks that I already put out there. And I was like, oh, goddamn, our fucking algorithm's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are watching the same shit. We're watching the same shit, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So this is what, hey guys, if you're gonna buy me a Christmas mm. gift, this is what I want. Oh no! Gingerbread yes. dive bar, <laughs> Miller highlights. All right, that tracks. And that's a real thing. Where can we get that I'm shit? Going on what is that from 1978? Probably. <laughs> Vintage. Jamie, eBay. read this. Uh, read this meme, Jamie. I'm looking for the dive bar. Well, I'm gonna well, I was gonna say yeah. you can multitask. You went to Howard. When you're on the counter paying and the 50, 50 rolling stuff back into the <laughs> So fun story, right? I'm just <laughs> 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 it's not like it's not like, you know, at the gas station or like, you know, the scholastic book fair with your child. And uh, <laughs> just trying to just try to pay for something like a good person and you go to hand it up that bitch goes. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> man, I got another yeah. 20 in it's here. Don't worry about it. It never just rolls up a little bit. Right. It never just rolls up a little bit. You have those snap bracelets and shit? Like, yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like. <laughs> and the teachers Fucking all pretend select. that, like, they don't know right. what happened. Yeah. That's about. They'll just sure, have some bills in their pockets to do the same. Scholastic book fair, guys. Jamie. Read this one. Oh man. Easy to swallow pills. Fucking Oh, old sperm big mouth over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's time for a bad now joke. We... Oh no. Are these the anti-jokes, Marcus? Because I can't stand them. Not the same person, but somebody different. What's the difference between a rabbi and a priest? I don't know. One cuts it, one sucks it. That's not funny. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. <laughs> what do you call, are you ready for this? What do you call an Italian prostitute? What? I'm sorry, an Italian hooker. What? A, Your mom? A prostitute. Wait, bring him back on. 
Jamie, I got a question though. I'm listening. Is, is she is she gonna give you the good gobble <laughs> She gonna give you the good gobble ghoul? Oh shit. I'm sorry, Paul's way. It's a prostitute. <laughs> oh man. You that joke Even unbroke better is you me. like fucked it up at first. That joke <laughs> oh, shit. Like I like It was so good I had to tell the wrong the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> I hurt. I, 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 just, I just cured COVID. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Cobra, a Cobra. <laughs> COVID. Oh, shit. Cobra. Cobra. And, and superpowers like we were talking about <laughs> COVID Commander. COVID <laughs> Commander. And all right, we're done. Now, if you feel any unusual symptoms, just call that number below. Otherwise, I'll see you in three weeks for your second dose. No. No need. What? I already got all five of them. Damn. But sir, you only need two. You think I'm stupid? My blood is now flowing with the power of all five companies. Pfizer, J&J, AstraZeneca, some sketchy off-brand company, and now, Madeira. Sir, I, I think you need to go to a hospital. <laughs> Why be immune? When you can be invincible. Guards, get him! Levanta los manos! Learn more about the COVID-19 vaccine by visiting your local pharmacy or by clicking the link. We're so getting fun. That guy definitely flies at the same speed he can walk. <laughs> Someone's going to report us. Is it Brenda? Brenda, uh-huh. Brenda. what's her name? Gloria. 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 All right, Jamie. Bet I bet her middle name is Brenda. Oh, <laughs> man. Sharon. Let's go. Uh, oh, man. Good Lord. Sitting in a tree. Here we go. I'm going to show a little bit of uh, Crushing DC. We have a couple of new things uh, on the menu. Let me go to the website. The 202 is fucked when I saw that the other day. I was really impressed with that one. Thank you. I thought that was dope as shit. I just Jamie. tried to scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, we have... How high are you, boo? <laughs> I'm tired, bro. Fucking Jamie, bro, so I mean, have... you can't see my face. Oh, you can't see my face. I did the same thing. <laughs> it was just taking too long. I was like, what's thing. at the bottom? So, Jamie, you see our new Philly as fuck stuff? I see. I see. I see. I appreciate and we you got, guys. And we, we made sh- sure to not put the, the crushing DC logo on there so that your people wouldn't have, like... Oh, no, 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 DC on it. That shit has to be on there. It's got to be, bro. It's still a part of the brand. Uh-oh. That's our... I, that's our... I felt like it would be weird to have, like... We just don't want any Philly, Philly boys right. getting beat up because they're walking around with something that says DC on it. And then, like, you know, that's only when we, you know, fight all the time. That's only... That's only, <laughs> that's only, that's only, that's only on days that ended by, man. That's on, Tuesday. Days of start with T. Tuesday, Thursday, today, tomorrow, tonight. All right, well, I was hoping Marcus was going to read this meme, but uh, go ahead, Jamie. Kid Rock makes music for guys who have to breathe into a tube to start their cars. Oh, that's funny. Man. That's funny. It's funny because it's funny. There's a smart point in time where Kid Rock had like a plant pass in the black community and shit. Like, he was on like. Yeah. 
And then we figured out, and then everybody figured out who he was. So he thanks to make Marcus cry. We're gonna try to make Jamie cry. And Jamie, last time you were on the show, we noticed you left early because you didn't want to be part of crying. Oh yeah, I did. I'm not gonna lie to you. My kids started crying. <laughs> I, 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 I knew. Just call I knew. it the crying game. Uh, Here we go again. Yes. Wait. Marcus, I, you love that movie. Stop <laughs> it. I never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is the first thing. So we all know. Those who lie about it. Go on. Kids, even though I don't have kids and I fucking kind of hate them, but when I see nice stuff happen to them, it kind of moves me. So this time when I say go, they'll both be on together, okay? So, that, so do you want to watch his face? Yeah. And it's going to be on in three, two, one, go. Hi, buddy. Hi, Christopher. Hi, Christopher. Oh. <laughs> that one, that one, like, the kid. Yeah, that one. As soon as like the kid's face and just fuck. He was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> that was his initial reaction. Was like, "What the fuck?" Hold up, then, hold the fuck up. You know. Oh, that's fucked up. They warned that little motherfucker. She just sitting there, blocks blind. You know, deaf and shit, having a good time, and all of a sudden, he hears mom voice be like, "It been dick." Just saying, this is fucking great. Who I did I need that? I did not right. need that. This, and I, as, as you know, reuniting videos make me cry, especially with family. Um, this one got me, and Val sent this one to me on purpose just to make me cry. One, but it's enemies. Ooh, well, I wouldn't cry. I would enjoy that. Looks like a banana and a gorilla meeting in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Have a dance fight. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, mm-hmm. shut, shut the fuck up, Jamie. Jamie, Jamie uh, I know I'm in quarantine, but can I have some? You, <laughs> you, can just, you can just slide it under the door. <laughs> like, we don't need to come in contact. You can just. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Right. Enemies and shit. I mean, you know. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Oh, I saw this, but I skipped over it. You have no stolen. Oh, I was the bitch in the show. Yeah, I also really hate Christmas. I hate Christmas, too. <laughs> you can plan. So you just kidding me now. You know, I didn't see my dad for 12 years. Please have snow. We didn't get together. <laughs> you didn't get together in a cul-de-sac? No, we did not. All right. My <laughs> problem is, like, that's real cheap. I thought about cutting my mouth sack with this, but, like. All right. I don't I don't see my dad having that response. And the first thing first, we're like, bitch, why you in the trunk? Like, it is just. I mean, that was questionable. I mean, my dad's a nice guy, but, like, he just ruined it with that part. Like, get your silly ass. I'm try- I knew it was something stupid when y'all dumb motherfuckers recording it. Like, I'd have got cussed out somehow the way. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot of these videos know. are sus now because it's like, okay, who's holding the camera? Yeah, but the old ass man ain't gonna be doing no fucking. It was you the sister. That. That the sister was ninja. like giving a surprise, like she was, she like surprised the dad with the other sister flying in. I get it. I get it. Else. You know, and the bitch ain't been home in twelve years. You live in Switzerland. You live better than me. <laughs> Socialized healthcare, fucking. 
Have you? Free, we should all be living college, in Switzerland, right? Fucking, you know, why should we? Why should we be in homogenized society? Like it's bicycles. Wait, isn't Switzerland kind of racist though? I don't fucking know. Anywhere there's white people, it's racist. As far as I'm concerned, it don't matter yeah. to me. But... That's a good point. You're also very neutral. How, how, how neutrally, neutrally cracking? Ask the Germans. The Germans. <laughs> Oh, wait, we should have posted that fucking story about the raver dude that broke into, like, Aunt Angela Merkel's, like, private jet and was, like, partying on it and some shit, like... Oh, shit, I didn't hear about this. Yeah. Neither did I. Some, some like, raver dude, yeah, broke on her plane and was, like, partying in his fucking underwear or some shit. <laughs> vroom, vroom, party starter. I'm always talking about shit like that. You'd be like, what the fuck were you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, lots of MDMA. Yeah, lots, of, lots of MDMA because they still get that shit for real over there. A whole lot of feathers, you know, just, just having fun, swinging his ball, shoving, looking like Marcus on that uh, on that on that crocodile. What was that shit called? Crocodile. You had it right. Cro- crocodile. There we go. Oh, now we're shit. back with the, now we're right back there. with the base there. I was waiting for the base to make another return. I'm a closer turkey baster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it might be time for us to wrap up because I need All to right, smoke well, more oh. cannabis and fall asleep in front of TV. Well, well, I got I'm two, in I, quarantine. I got two left. One is kind of for you, boo. This is Artemis doing a TikTok <laughs> for Ed Metaphysical and Black Mav. <laughs> So this is our Egyptian. I Very love this song. I fucking I'm love sure it. You I did. Ha- listen, Why did you hit everything else on earth except for that fucking song? Like- so listen, listen. <laughs> so I remember going to James Way and I was like seven or eight James and I was allowed to buy one tape. It's my very first tape. I bought the bangles. I don't know why, like but James Way sounds like a Christian rock band. It does actually. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like from like the eighties though, like you know yeah. James Way. Yeah, so the Bangles was my first fucking cassette tape I was on to buy. Oh, that's better than Snow. Well, Snow was another and 15 years later. Man, oh, man, you would be running around a fucking Geo Tracker with a snow tape. No, nah, <laughs> I did not. No, dude. I'm a real hip-hop head. I didn't fucking listen to that shit. All right, so this is Artemis's, uh respect given to, like I said, Ed Medford School and Black Mav. Bob, Maeve, Maeve, Black Maeve, actually, who passed away. And it's actually a really good rap. Avoiding this app, spitting raps for a minute Cause I'm multitasking with the album I should finish More importantly, of course you see I'm on the job, huh Not even lying when I'm saying times are hard, huh One homie died from COVID, the other from cirrhosis While I'm working late, still losing focus Both friends of mine from way back Reminiscing on the fact that we laid tracks For the love of the sport, G, telling a story Thought I'd see them both, but we're old in our glory But that ain't really happened, I accept the fate, huh Move on, make less mistakes, uh. Rest in peace to my man, Ed Metaphysical. And rest in peace to my man, Black Mouth. I miss y'all, brothers. Peace. So I thought that was a nice little tribute to them, so I wanted to play that. So for the last TikTok, is a comedian out of Silver Spring. He's becoming one of the kings of uh, heckling. Silver Spring comedy? Smackdown. <laughs> No. Player hit the game, bitch. Hold up. <laughs> what's, what's happening right here? I'm sorry. 
What's happening right here? She wants to know if she can say that at work. What? <laughs> what can Collects you what? You you she does what? Collects medical bills. I wanna know if I can say that. Say what? Don't hate the player, hate the game? Yeah, I wanna say that. Feel free, just don't say it right now. <laughs> <laughs> at the volume you're speaking at. Behind you. I don't, I don't think you're going to be employed much longer. They don't they don't work here. I do. Relax, lady. Thursday night she's getting loose, huh, boss? You're asking, but you're asking at the wrong time, with the wrong book. Have you been to Why am I so mouthy? Hey, uh, hey, boss, I'd appreciate if you acted like a boss right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. You're just kidding? <laughs> Why still going? So mouthy? It's She's still job. going. <laughs> uh, look, listen, I would, I would happily deconstruct you, who you are as a human being right now, but I have a, I have a show to do because... I'm taking a special in 10 days, and I don't plan on you being there, so... <laughs> and uh, have a nice conversation with your HR tomorrow. <laughs> this will end up on TikTok for sure. Uh, what a dumb bitch. Yeah, but he's great at that. He's great I'm, at like, that. I'm, like, drunk with my boss at a comedy show, and, like, I just feel uh, myself. Can I say hate the damn play, the, play, the, play, the, shut up. words, words, words. No, I'm just saying what she sound like. Can I say that? Can, can, I, can I, I say can, that? But, like, her voice is the same as every fucking drunk right bitch that you always, can I say that? I'm just trying to say. Can I say that? Oh, my God. I'm with my boss. So how you really feel? Why, why, why are you with your ball for the comedy show? Also, shut the fuck up, bitch. She's probably yeah, fucking. Why are you, yeah, why are you at a comedy? I mean, maybe it's like the holiday party, and he thought it was going to be a good idea to like take the staff to go see a comedy show. Not realizing, that, her. not realizing that Brenda was going to fucking like blow up the spot for everybody. <laughs> I've been enjoying Brenda too much. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> the whole the name Brenda. Brenda. The weird thing about Brenda is, like, who, like, spends 40 weeks, a solid nine months, preparing to have a child, and they come out the box, and they look at the kid and go, Brenda. Maybe Brenda. <laughs> like, the fuck? I always think of the Tupac song when I hear Brenda. So you made it dark, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brenda. Brenda. Brenda had a baby. Brenda ain't even got a brain. Depressing fucking song. Uh... All right, so, I was going to make a really dark joke, but let's play these Animaniacs and get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> That's kind of where I was going with this. So, cool. oh, hold up. We got one more comment. Oh, never mind. That's comment? not a good enough comment. Sorry, Megan. So, boo, you guys, you got anything else left? Just that last TikTok I sent you. Oh, okay. I'll play it. <laughs> Let I me got, pull co I got COVID. Don't get COVID, y'all. Protect yourself. Especially hold if you're not vaccinated. Stay away from everybody. I mean, if you're not vaxxed, go ahead, get COVID. Please. I mean, they are helping, like, get I'm rid sorry. of some voters. 
with our little sting. Protect yourself. Period. Yeah. Protect your neck. Here we go. My coming nigga gotta set it, then I gotta go and then I gotta get it, then I gotta blow and then I gotta shut it. Any little thing a nigga think that he be doing, cause it doesn't matter, cause I'm gonna dead it, dead it. Then I'm gonna murder everything and anything about a boom, about a bang. I gotta do a lot of things to make it clearer to a couple niggas that I always win and then I gotta get it again and again and again. Bob got bars. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bob got bars like shit. Val, you got any last words? Nah. Just don't be a cunt. Don't Dang, be a there cunt. you go. <laughs> <laughs> been drinking. Christmas is coming, yo. I mean, like the holidays are here. Yeah, Christmas is coming. Yo. If you're going to be out and about, don't tip, be extra, tip extra. These people are out here risking their fucking lives to fucking serve you food that you could be cooking at home by your motherfucking selves. So if right? you go out to a bar, if you go out to a restaurant, if you do anything that involves other fucking people having to wait on you, be fucking nice. Be fucking patient. Fucking tip generously, you fucking yes. fucks. I might have to work on Christmas, so yeah, be nice. Why the fuck you guys open on Christmas? Yeah, what the fuck? It's a Saturday it's and it might be nice out. So I always do Christmas Eve. It's like they call it the orphan party. I'm gonna come down there and rub COVID all over everybody. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Put your dick on it. Wait, Jamie, you said you're open on Christmas Eve because I might be rolling through. <laughs> Christmas Eve, the Christmas Eve Dude, orphan I'm party taking... at Looking Glass Lounge where we all die. Because I, I might there be will working be, on Christmas There will be Incredible Hulk and Thug Fashion. If I can I'm get there. a fucking negative COVID test between now, as soon as I can, I'm, I'm out in the streets again. I'm out in the streets so, so don't be me. a hoe out in the streets like boo guys for me. You wear know. your mask maybe everybody Corn, wear your mask wear your corns make you infertile <laughs> you're fertile i said corns make you infertile there's too many of us on this fucking rock anyways we need to thin the herd right um, yeah, yeah no i'm, I'm not trying to be in the i'm not trying to be in the what? thin section though you'll right. never be thin jamie <laughs> no, I mean, like, you always gonna be thick with two yeah. c's bro like, i'm cool with that i'm cool with that Cause like I'm not, I just I'm not lucky enough to die with anybody anyway. So like it'd just be like me and like a reincarnated Rush Limbaugh or some shit like that. We all we all Roam, die alone, Jamie. Roaming the earth. We all die alone. Nobody to masturbate with. Oh. Ivermectin. Oh man. I've forgotten mine already. What is it? You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're fucking welcome. Uh, you hear all week. Was creamer. Creamer. Jamie. Jamie. Put your creamer. Put your creamer all over me, Jamie. Put your creamer. Oh all over lord. Me. We're animated, totally insane. They pushed me on and paced me. Animated. Don't have a